0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: Guess who's on this week's episode?
0: It's Bert Kreischer. It's, it's back by popular demand. By the way, if you think my energy is good right now, it's not at the beginning of this podcast.
1: Well, it was just a little low. you were just uh, a little low.
0: Your boy's dealing with some heavy subjects right now. We talk about this on the podcast. Yep. I just got back from Serbia. Yep. I've not stopped working. We, we talk about that.
1: Yes, we do.
0: And I am going in for surgery uh, this week. I don't think I've really said anything to anyone about it.
1: But it's on his elbow.
0: It's on my elbow. I've torn 56% of the tendons in my left Arm connecting my tricep, so I'm going back to get them replaced. I fell them. I tri- they're I, not
1: I, replaced, reattached. <coughs> they're not replacing the tendon; they're reattaching it.
0: That's why. It's, I don't know if you noticed, but I haven't been using my hands a lot lately. So. <laughs> Shut up. You'll hear that little fun little antic, and you'll hear Leanne bullying me to get me in a better mood. And sometimes it works; sometimes it doesn't. It's, it works. It's, it's, I'll tell you what. If, if you if you if, if I will say this. Yeah. If you deal with anxiety, or if you're married to someone that deals with anxiety, or OCD, or, or panic. This is a really good episode for you to listen to. I
1: agree because we talk about your anxiety a lot in this episode, and uh,
0: and I'm and I'm really honest, and Leanne's very honest, and so there's it's kind of a no. Well, I didn't s-
1: talk much about it. I well, just you had a
0: fucking coughing fit.
1: No, because you were you were on a roll. You were on a roll.
0: Is that what you say, Halston? I was on a roll.
1: Yeah, you and were on the a way, roll.
0: This is my first podcast I've done in four months. Well,
1: I had to warm you up for Tom. You're welcome, yeah. Tom.
0: D- by the way, I've said this in the podcast, but a. a I, I am kind of heavy a little bit because of this. Totally. And, and, and I, you know, it's, it's all panic related and all fucking anxiety related, more like dread related, dread, anxiety. Totally. And, um, I don't and think I, anybody and, and goes, it's, nice to do, it's nice to be in a safe place like this. Yeah. Get it out of my system so that I can go do two bears, one cave and joke about it.
1: Yeah. I Because you well, know, Tom's I think just
0: going to say that I'm going to die.
1: Yeah, totally. I think it was good. It's good. I hope you guys enjoy it because, like I said at the end of this podcast, this is uh really how we are this is our real relationship and this was heavy on your mind and i'm happy to have listened
0: hey real quick because i probably won't be able to get to say it anywhere else yeah shout out to helen hobson oh that's also on my my grandmother passed away yesterday Nana and nanahan um she's 100 years old she had nine kids 35 grandkids tons of grand great-grandchildren she never saw anyone in her life pass away except for her husband, meaning that all her all her kids survived by all her kids, all her grandkids, all her great-grandkids. It's the only way you could wish to live your life.
1: Yeah, heck yeah.
0: She won. She won the game of life.
1: She won the game of life. She was an amazing woman. She was always happy. Every time I saw her, she was happy. You have her laugh. Georgia has her laugh.
0: And One of the most beautiful things about podcasting is, eight years ago, I did a podcast with her and all my uncles and a bunch of my cousins and we were at her house she was 92 years old she passed away yesterday and i texted it to all my cousins and all my uncles and i said just thought you might want to listen to this and everyone my cousin mag was with my cousin seal and i think cat no uh and caitlin and they were sitting on a deck at the beach listening to nana one last time hearing her voice or
1: forever because you have her forever on your podcast
0: and so so it was it was uh i'm really lucky that i have a podcast that i had the wherewithal to do a podcast with nana the only thing i wish i'd asked her is just greet me one more time greet all the grandkids greet all the uncles because she had a greeting for everyone
1: birdie baby
0: birdie boy birdie boy or birdie baby i got birdie boy or birdie baby if i was with abe uh-huh. I got Birdie Baby because he's, 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 he's Ab Baby. Er, Ab Baby, Birdie Baby. But if I, if I was by myself, I got Birdie Boy. Aww. Oh, Birdie Boy. Mags. Mags.
1: It's pretty amazing on that podcast when you laugh and she laughs. It's the same exact laugh. And then yeah. Georgia laughs the same way. And your cousin Andrew <laughs> has the same laugh. Yeah. I love that about families. Yeah, Andrew
0: has the same laugh. Yep,
1: and- Andrew has the same laugh. very distinctive little giggle
0: that's the only thing i wish i had done because i think that would have been really special for yeah but then i would have we would have forgotten somebody
1: totally there's too many of them that would have been half the podcast was just
0: her just going roll call
1: and grandkid 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 there was a lot of such
0: a great energy
1: she did she was a very she was a force of nature in her own way
0: and so she will be overseeing the surgery from heaven. She
1: will. You know, it's the first thing I thought of. Oh, you got to know. I Is I it you, did the did first thing you thought I of? I Andrew? Is? I didn't want to say it, but that was the first thing the first I thought
0: thing of. first thing I thought of is Nana Hunt's going to be. Watching you. Yeah. And of course, Isla just goes, hold on. Have you heard? You go, what? She goes, maybe I shouldn't tell you. I said, what the fuck's going on? Go outside. She walks me outside and she goes, have you ever heard? Oh, no. She goes, Nana died. We call my mom Nana. Yeah. And I go, Nana died? And she goes i'm thinking in my head the first thing i thought is why isn't she crying right and right then she goes nana's been trying to call you all morning and tell you and i was like wait what <laughs> she goes wait did i say nana oh nana hen died and i was like jesus fuck isla
1: oh Isla.
0: So, yeah so shout out to nana hen if you're in heaven listening to podcasts she's
1: listen giggling. to this
0: one and then know you gotta ha- you got a heavy lifting day thursday she's
1: giggling she's you're, giggling yeah. up there giggling away she was a wonderful lady. I'm glad I. So knew
0: that's her. that's if you're if you're wondering why this podcast is so heavy, that happened yesterday. I got a surgery coming up. I just got done shooting a movie, and I'm exhausted. I, and, I, and I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. I haven't got a chance to decompress.
1: And I'm sick, and that's why this podcast is late. Is I had no voice until today, and no voice at all. And I, and I cough a lot in this episode. I apologize, but it's way better than it was for the past week. So. Thank you for your patience for this coming several days late. Um, Thank you for coming on my podcast, Bert, and being a guest. And uh, thanks for all your emails. Thanks for reaching out and telling me how you feel about things. I love to hear them. So thank you very much. And I hope you enjoy this episode with Bert Kreischer. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. How's it feel being back on my couch?
0: I thought you were going to say, How's it feel being in a double XL?
1: Are you in a double XL? Fucking, is that why the sleeves are too long?
0: Yeah, fucking.
1: It looks huge on you.
0: Yeah. The people over at your mom's house sent me two double XLs. Oh, is one for me? No, I, this is going to get stolen by Isla. I probably never wear a two bears, one cape shirt. Although I like, a, it's a cool the shirt, shirt. Why I like you the wear shirt it? a lot because I, and then someone goes, "Hey, I listen to that podcast. Hey, you're the guy on that podcast."
1: Like they don't do that already.
0: Well, no, I know. Well, whatever. I,
1: anytime you wear that hat, I think people, right?
0: I look like Smokey the Bear. With his like, hat on. I don't. Well, I look a lot like Smokey the Bear. Are oh, we recording? A little bit. I look a lot like Smokey the Bear.
1: Just a little bit.
0: No, a lot. Like like when you see this, because Smokey the Bear is shirtless. You know that, right?
1: Well, you I Smokey... think most bears no, no, are shirtless. No, no, no.
0: no. Hang on, you ever? He seen has Smoky? pants
1: on though, doesn't he? Yeah, his
0: jeans. I remember,
1: and he has a the ranger hat. He does kind of look like a ranger hat.
0: It, when you see this, you're going to go, "Oh shit!" Smokey the Bear, Bert.
1: I, I married Smokey the Bear. How come you don't put out fires? You just start them. I mean, Smokey. Look at this. you are can you see it (laughs) halston
0: it looks a lot like smoky the bear
1: you do look a little bit like smoky the bear um that's pretty funny
0: anyone else thinks he looks anything else Uh, yep
1: you should take a picture like that for your next tour
0: and then tell the smoke show tour fires
1: the smoke show tour i start fires
0: smoke show tour yeah i start fires. you're a marketing genius
1: i am right i've done a lot of good marketing for you I have wife the party well that's mine yeah yeah i help you come up with stuff
0: yeah yeah you do yeah. no you definitely do
1: uh-huh you definitely do i do
0: uh-huh
1: very helpful
0: you're, you're beyond helpful there's that's an understatement
1: so how's it feel being back
0: it's, it's, in the u.s of a hasn't been easy no why i don't know i i think i think i, I made a mistake in going right back to work yeah, I think I should have. You know, one of the big mistakes I consistently make um, is, and I've had a lot of people tell it to me. I've had a lot of people tell it to me, and 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 I've heard it in a number of different ways. Uh-huh. I remember. Can, can
1: I, I guess what it is? Well, Go ahead with your story. There's going Go
0: I mean, there's like a million different ways to. Th- things that I make mistakes on so, okay
1: no but I think I know what you're talking about specifically you go ahead and tell your story no you tell me no you tell your story you go
0: <clears throat> I think I uh I think I have a uh so someone one time I heard I heard someone at a backstage somewhere say uh Dave Spell's starting a podcast this is way before anyone knew he was starting a podcast mm-hmm. and uh and someone will goes oh that's interesting because i thought his business model was scarcity and i went what and they were like yeah like dave Chappelle. like the cool thing about Chappelle is he puts out a special you never know what's going to come out and so all of a sudden it's like the hot ticket but if it's weekly you know if you hear Chappelle weekly i mean i said well wait what's that mean about me and they're like no you just show throw shit all over the fucking place and whatever sticks sticks got like Chappelle kind of picks his shots and i went huh and it, i kind of took that as an insult as like as like so do you think if i, I and i looked at it as obviously i look at everything in a business model but i was like so if i if i put out less content would my content that i put out then be more valuable or would people forget about me no one's mm-hmm. gonna f- forget about chapelle he's the greatest comedian of our generation I, I mean i i have a hard time saying the greatest because things that chris kevin hart's done things that bill burr's done things that rogan's done things that sebastian has done i mean there, you, there's a lot of really great comedians in well, this sure. generation there really are but, if but you had to choose he, one, sta- he really does stand out if he, you
1: had to choose one
0: i'm gonna probably go with Chappelle. i just like everything yeah. he does yeah i like everything he does yeah um
1: i'm not a big fan but
0: for real no oh, i love him
1: i don't i don't get
0: it i like listening to him talk i mean but they, they, but
1: I mean, I get it, and I don't think it's that. Funny.
0: My point is,
1: <clears throat> sometimes
0: someone said that to me. Then I'm, I'm backstage one time. I'm with Ali Wong, uh, and she says to me out of out of nowhere, she goes, "You know, it's not going away, right?" And I went, "What?" She goes, "The the work, it's not going away. You don't have to be on the road every single week." And and I, and I was like, "Okay." And she didn't mean it as an insult. She was just saying, "You know, you're working a lot." Yeah and then i remember
1: joey said that to you a lot too
0: joey said stop doing sundays and i, I remember being like but if you don't do sundays then the clubs won't value you mm-hmm. and then i remember tom was like i'm doing a special and then i'm taking or i'm, I'm taking a month off i want to say he took, took three months off and hung out in la and hung out with his family and then did spots at the store and wrote material and kind of just fucked around and did podcasts and I was and I was like wow I did the cabin I shot I, I I did my special I then toured all of December so that I was ready to go on tour at the end of January toured did the cabin all of January went on tour and then COVID hit and I don't think I'd ever gotten a break before and I and I, I definitely enjoyed the break but I enjoyed the break because everyone was on break. Right. I couldn't have enjoyed the break if I knew other people. If you were wouldn't.
1: the only one on break. If I was the only <laughs> one on
0: break, I start feeling like, what am I doing? Whereas Chappelle can take like eight months off or a year off or two years off or whatever he takes So He takes off great chunks of time mm-hmm. and then sh- and, and not have any panic about it and just be like.
1: That's really interesting because one of the things we always talk about is running your own race. You very much run your own race. I run
0: my own race, but I, but I, I don't stop. I run my own race. <clears throat> Here's the deal. So say they're all doing mile times, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm going to run my mile as if everyone ran a four-minute mile. Right. I'm not going to run my mile. I think Chappelle goes out and he goes, it's windy. It's overcast, cold weather. Everyone's tight. I think I could run like a five-minute mile and have a good mile. Uh huh. And by the way, he naturally runs a five-minute mile. Right. He naturally runs like a five-minute a Sub five minute mile naturally, so we. But and I think that when he really pushes it, but I look at it where I go. I normally run like a six minute mile,
1: yeah. So
0: I got to run a four minute. I got to push to run a four minute mile every fucking day of the week. I don't know if that's good or bad, and but that is where we get to. Like, you know, I to- I toured throughout the pandemic, i then went and did the Go Big show, and then I went and did the machine and spent three months. Mi- and I don't know if I, I mean.
1: Well, you toured after Go Big a little bit.
0: I toured after Go Big. <clears throat> yeah. uh Yeah, I toured after Go Big. um I did, then did the machine for three months in Serbia, and then immediately went to work again. And I and I think, had I not been hurt, mm-hmm. I think it would be fine because I'd have two weeks off, and then I'd be going back into another TV show. Mm-hmm. I think being hurt made everything catch up to me. Like everything caught up to me, and I and I feel like. I feel like I haven't really gotten a break. I feel like I haven't gotten any time off. I feel like I haven't gotten to relax.
1: Because you just have to deal with this injury.
0: I got to deal with the surgery, and i and I and and uh, and then even after the surgery, it's it's going to be a lot of like, no day is going to be easy, you know.
1: Yeah, because you're going to have one arm.
0: I'm going to have one arm, <coughs> one and,
1: functioning arm for a while,
0: and I won't be able to bend it for a few weeks.
1: How you going to tie your shoe?
0: Um, see if I can let, they'll let me wear flip flops. Let me show
1: well you have a wardrobe person on the show oh
0: yeah i mean that's what we I guess in i'll be
1: tying your shoes oh no no i don't wear
0: shoes here but like for serbia i had someone dress me when i couldn't use my arm yeah yeah i had someone dress me for the thank um, god it's your
1: left arm what if I it's know. your right you have to learn how to wipe and all kind of stuff
0: Ooh, i never even thought about yeah,
1: that. yeah you have to learn how to like wipe your ass yeah and you don't think about that but have you ever tried wiping your ass with your left hand? i've
0: tried everything in the world it's kind of hard sometimes right texting with your left is fucking tough (laughs) it is have you ever texted with your left recently it's like (laughs) i text
1: with my left all the time but i'm ambidextrous i don't that left stuff doesn't bother me but you are super right hand dominant
0: i'm very right hand dominant. yeah i'm very lucky that it was my left arm that got hurt
1: yeah you're very lucky
0: yeah so yeah i think that and so i think and then I, and I mean, you know, if we're being, if we're talking about this whole picture and I hate to, I, I don't want this to be a, a bummer podcast, but I think you asked me the question I'm trying to answer it fully yeah. is that I then I, I go in, I, I go to work and then I, I don't really have time off. And then I go right back into another TV show. Mm. and And I've heard it so many times that like so many people saying to me in different ways, you got to take time off. And I just don't,
1: I know your wife has said that too. Your wife said I don't
0: and then and then I have and then I go right back on tour for the rest of the I for know. like
1: your wife nine months raises her hand all the time and says, Can he have one week a month at home? Please. I don't, I don't get that. And but but, no, but I have to but, force it. I'd force it on you. Yeah. I have until except for this fall tour because you're making up so many COVID dates. I didn't push it super hard, but I pushed for you to move something so you have the whole month of September off because at a certain point I think it should be required that you be home with your kids.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I, I could justify it other ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I could. I really could.
1: Oh, you could justify freaking anything. You could I mean, justify I, an addiction. You no, could justify. No,
0: no. I mean. I'm not talking about you personally. Yeah. I mean,
1: a person in general could justify any No, behavior. I know. But
0: but here's the deal. Make hay well, sunshines, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very, very successful um, Body Shots World Tour. I then went into... What was going to be a very, very successful Birdie Boy World Tour, yeah, and it got cut off, and that's—I think that is that is the tour that would have given me breathing room. Had I done that tour, I would have gotten to go. Whew.
1: But why don't you have breathing room now?
0: And 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 because and, I don't, I don't, why? I just don't. But I, why? I, but I just don't. I don't but know why. Why? I don't know. It's all—it's all about money. I just want to make as I want. I don't. I don't want to. I feel like you know. Also, it's you know, perspective-wise is. Chappelle was probably a millionaire when he was 25, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali Wong was probably a millionaire when she was 29. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these guys were millionaires when they were young. Mm-hmm. So in a weird way that for them, I, I think they go, it's not going away. And I I look at it and I go, it goes away for a lot of people. It goes away for a great deal of people. Not everyone gets to keep it their whole life. Not everyone's going to be Jerry Seinfeld. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm pragmatic about this, is not everyone gets... To work theaters, not everyone gets that opportunity. I, I know that because I've been on both sides of this fence. I've been on the side of the fence where you're in the green room at the store, and and you and and certain Hollywood comedians don't pay you the time of day because you're not you don't you don't register for them, mm-hmm. you know. And and by the way, there's more comics that are working that identify with what I'm saying than don't. So like, I, and that's where I, I think I've I, I was on that side. I was 43 years old in that's old in this business in the green room at the store maybe not 43 but 40 let's say 40 in the green room at the store and there would be a guy I'm, I'm not gonna say names but like you know big famous comedians that just would be outright rude mm. like you look at you and then hey I'm talking to someone and he's talking to Segura or he's talking to Joe or he's talking to our or not Ari is on my side of the fence Ari was on my side of the fence or he's talking to our friends Bill Burr Sebastian and then you jump in just like I'm a fellow comic and they would look down at you like hey man we're we're talking about private jets or whatever the fuck they want to talk about so I understand that side of the fence and so when I got lucky enough to get on the side of the fence that plays theaters and gets to make some good money I I think I brought all that hindsight with me and I thought first of all this does go away I've seen it go away on a lot of people on a lot of people I've seen it go away you say it doesn't it does it fucking definitely does i've seen it too many people way too many people what you get gifted an opportunity in this business to to grab as much money as you can and then fucking bounce and i've seen it disappear for people and 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 i also hindsight is like i also am not disrespectful to a guy that maybe he's not even selling tickets at at a club Right, you know, because I remember being that guy that was not selling tickets to the club mm-hmm. and being disrespected. I remember, I remember one guy was so outright rude to me, and he's like a he's like one of the more famous people in comedy, if you know what I mean. Not, I mean, not necessarily stand up, but just a comedy guy. He was just rude to me, and I was talking to Skur and he interrupted us and then asked me to leave.
1: Mm.
0: And I was like, classy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's been proven to be a cunt a little bit. Um, at least no one in comedy likes him.
1: So you feel like you haven't gotten a break from Serbia because you feel like you can't say no to work. I can't say no to work. Cause of what it, you're describing.
0: Because I feel like, I feel like it, you know, you, you get an opportunity to succeed in this business, maybe five years if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Ten, 10 years. If you're fucking really lucky and you get to work for 10 years doing theaters and selling t- for 10 years, that's fucking, that's like, you don't realize that no one gets that think how about this name the people who get to work for 10 years in this business like kevin james is one of them right mm. seinfeld was one of them mm. then think of the guy the cast of friends look at the cast of friends i mean i don't mean to be disrespectful obviously Jennifer rand's had a great career but like joey and matt and matt leblanc joey and and chandler and ross
1: they're all working still matt leblanc has his own show right uh, now okay
0: maybe i'm wrong. and
1: uh David Schwimmer is behind the camera, like directing and writing. Okay,
0: okay, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm just saying like ten years is a lot of time to get to work. So you should take advantage of it and have and work as hard as you can and focus on your prize, do as many great specials as you can, really fucking commit to the business of stand up comedy. And so and and but it is backing up on me. I think I have maybe taken it too far and I'm not giving myself any breaks because I look at everything as an opportunity. And I, I mean and so I don't know.
1: Well, something that's consistent with you with almost every aspect of your life is a need for balance. You're not very good.
0: There's the whole cabin was about that. I have no ability balance. to balance.
1: Yeah, no, you're all intensity, no recovery. And sometimes that's really hard on the body. Uh and the mind.
0: I have a problem regulating my my energy. <coughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. That would be cool if I learned how to do that this year, but it's not going to happen this year. You don't think so? No, I know it's not. I already know my schedule until March. <laughs> until April. I know my schedule until April. And then I, I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you. So, okay. So then let's be, let's be. Uh,
1: let's take a deep breath.
0: Why? What, you feel like I'm in super heavy?
1: No, you're just running really fast. You're talking really fast.
0: No, but, okay.
1: Mm.
0: Hypothetically speaking.
1: Okay.
0: I go to tour up until April. Uh-huh. And in January, we, we get a phone call. Uh, says, Bert uh, and Leanne, we'd like you to make a movie uh-huh. starting April 1st. Mm-hmm. You go, well, Bert doesn't, he didn't get off until April 14th. And I'm like, cool. We're we'll going to pre-production April 1st. And then uh, at April 14th, we'll start, you guys go up to Vancouver and we'll shoot the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you let me say no? Well, what do you mean? Like, I mean, in that in that moment, the right thing is to say yes, to go, I would really love that opportunity. Thank you very much. I'm not going to let you down. We're going to bust our ass. We'll get everything you need. We're going to kill it up in Vancouver. The day you want to start, the day I'm available. Mm. That's how my brain works. Yeah. Whereas Ali Wong, I think, probably would be like, you know, I don't get all, I, I, I tore until, I mean, I'm, and by the way, this is not meant for a slight, I think Ali chose a great deal of balance in her life, where she will, she has taken legit chunks, eight months off. I, mean, I think she took a year off one time to raise her kids. Right. Fucking amazing. Amazing. No panic that the business wasn't going away. It gets back sells 12 shows at the fucking beacon or 15 shows at the beacon or whatever. No panic about that at all. Kills it. Everything she does has been awesome. But I think Ali Wong would look at it and go, oh, no, I'm on tour until April. How about we start shooting the movie in November? I'd like to spend some time with my family. And then if they said that doesn't work for us, you go, all right, cool, and walk away from the project.
1: Mm -hmm. But you feel you can't do that.
0: I don't feel like I can. How come? I don't know. I think it's probably self-esteem issues, I'm sure. I think, but I do think it has to do with the fact that I've been in this business, I've been in this business doing, doing shit I didn't like to do, Mm -hmm. you know, like jumping off buildings and, and, and riding an ostrich, riding an ostrich and riding (laughs) roller coasters and metal chariots and like shit where I was like, maybe this isn't my dream per se, but I'm getting to pay bills and have fun. And then when they go, hey, also, do you all, do you want to do your dream? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely been wanting to do my dream for a long time. Yeah. So I'm not going to miss the opportunity to do my dream. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, listen, if you give me a version of my dream that I, I'm not a fan of, if they're like, hey, man, we want you to do a movie. Um, You're going to be jumping off buildings and riding ostriches. I'd be like, and and I would be like, oh, I'm, I'm actually busy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So, the, so the short answer is, I feel I'm feeling a little stressed.
1: You seem a little overwhelmed. Do I? Yeah.
0: Well, good. I'm glad to get this out on this podcast
1: instead of yours.
0: No, no, not. Oh. I don't mind getting it on mine, but not on two bears. Oh. So I go. I'm shooting two episodes Monday. Two mm. episodes. Oh, are you? I'm shooting five, six episodes this week.
1: Oh, I didn't. But, but no, that's okay.
0: another. Th- so, like, so what, if we're going to talk about balance, I go. Okay, I'm gone for a month. I want to make sure that I can do two bears. Sure where's my balance there i'm doing i mean my my monday tuesday (laughs) wednesday are swamped are they swamped top to bottom swamped and then thursday i go in for surgery i I probably take friday off you know
1: well here's the good news of that you know i'm a big glass half full
0: (laughs) i'm a glass half full person too (laughs) baby doll what
1: you are a glass half empty, glass half full person.
0: No, I'm a guy who realizes there's a glass holding the water, and without that glass, that water goes everywhere, and that what? makes me uncomfortable. What are Paulson, you talking that was a great about? Fucking analogy. No,
1: let me tell you something. <coughs> you are a proven catastrophe thinker. Yeah. You cannot deny that. Would you say a catastrophe thinker is a glass half full person?
0: No. No, catastrophe they're not. Thinker looks at the glass and realizes there's a painting under the glass, and if this glass breaks.
1: Looks at the glass and realizes the glass could break and everything could go to shit. And we'd have no glass and no half or full or empty.
0: Is that right? I'm a catastrophe thinker.
1: You're right. Yeah, you're 100% a catastrophe thinker. So if you're going to glass half full this week, you can think of it like this. (coughs) Damn it. I hate this. Think of it like this. You're going to be so busy. You can't sit around and worry about your surgery.
0: I, I, part of the reason I, I scheduled the week this way, yeah, was that I I didn't want to worry about surgery, and I did I wanted to be around Tom as much as I could, because he you know
1: just had surgery.
0: Well, it's it's, it's you know there's a lot. I I've, the one thing walking away from this movie I realized is um, you can't control what people think about you, and what people think about you is based on your past behaviors. Mm. And once you've done those behaviors, there's no putting that toothpaste back in the tube. Very true. I was very aware of how I how I am perceived, especially because in a place where English is not the first language, they the bluntness was very direct. Mm-hmm. And so I realized how I was perceived by people shooting this movie. And maybe I wasn't in love with that. <coughs> maybe... I, I feel like there's a little more complexity to me that um that maybe I have not represented. It's no one else's fault, you know? Um but you know, one of the things that you know that I think that gets lost in the fucking recipe sometimes is that um I I'm I'm a very sensitive person, mm-hmm. but like beyond, like Thomas told me that it's it's actually a fault a fault of mine.
1: You are highly sensitive,
0: but in the in the same way, I can I can I can empathize very quickly, and I and I can also. That
1: depends. It depends on how how um, injured you feel. Though, so if you feel really injured, you have a really hard time seeing anybody else's point of view. But if you're only slightly injured. Or if time goes by, but you're, when you're one of those guys that if you, if you've been injured, all you can focus on is the injury and not even, not even on how someone could help you recover from it. It's all about the injury.
0: Yeah.
1: And you become very kind of focused on that.
0: My point is, yeah, I, I I purposely spent, I'm spending as much time around Tom this week as I can because, because, because he makes me giggle because he makes me very, lighthearted because he can he has a really he has a a very fine-tuned ability to poke fun at me but understand understand it Mm -hmm. like like you know it's interesting he if he makes fun of me to me not not to other well he does it to other people too Mm -hmm. you know but when we're together he kind of knows uh he kind of knows also what makes me tick and what can freak me out Mm -hmm. you know like like there's it's a it's and so i was like i want to be re- like sometimes and I, I was saying this to you sometimes I, I don't think you know like what you say sometimes like the other night when you came in and you're like yeah thinking about your surgery you should watch that movie dr death well, and then i was like what the fuck
1: that's actually not what i said but what, what did you say uh i just walked in and said hey have you seen that have you heard that podcast called dr death and you go you are maybe the most insensitive pro- I didn't go, are you thinking about surgery? Usually maybe you should watch about- Dr. Anyway. Death. I didn't anyway. say that. That's a completely, you completely misrepresented me. Okay, whatever.
0: And so, but. No,
1: not whatever. No, you do whatever. that all the time with me. Okay. So all I said was, hey, have you seen that podcast? Because I was thinking actually about something you could do if you were in rehab is listen to a great podcast. Yeah. I didn't put two and two together that that was about a you know bad surgeon. So. It was and I apologized immediately because I didn't think about that. Did you apologize or did you laugh
0: hysterically for about five minutes?
1: I and I said, I am so sorry, you are so right. That was really insensitive. Did I not? You
0: did. I did, did. yes. But yeah, and and Tom's been through, you know, so many surgeries and he just just doesn't it doesn't phase him. And so I think being around people that it doesn't phase, like hearing that seventy nine percent of the people have been put under Mm -hmm. on based on my Instagram is like astounding to me.
1: Um, you know they know what they're doing. Surgeons nowadays.
0: Can I tell you?
1: It's not like old sawbones. I, like,
0: I haven't really, I haven't really talked crazy thoughts a lot, a lot. Really? Never,
1: never mind. You haven't talked crazy thoughts. What do you mean? Nothing. No, really. What do you mean? Nothing. Mm-hmm. No, what do you mean? Don't just do that.
0: I, I, nothing. I, I, I'm. I sometimes I say crazy thoughts and and like I, I talk crazy because I think crazy things. I think. People, I sound like a fucking lunatic sometimes when I say certain things. Mm-hmm. And you go, yeah, they've really dialed in what they're doing. And, and then I I, I think, yeah, but I'm special. Mm. There's special things about me that, that I'm, what if they don't know how special I am? And they just, like, they, they don't know that he's got sensitive lungs. Oh, my God. Or that, like, there's certain things they don't know about me. <clears throat> and I go, that like everyone like there's certain things i'm different than everyone else like i have i'm i like i i I don't know like i have sleep apnea like what if they don't know i have sleep apnea what if they don't know that i like like i I just go i'm not i'm not just like when tom walked in for his surgery they were like do you drink he said nope do you do drugs he said nope and they go uh smoke and he said nope and they said okay blood pressure is perfect all right tom's run of the mill like he's run of the mill he's the fucking he's he's perfect for a surgery because so they're like this guy he broke his arm he broke his leg he's just a average american let's get him in here and then they and then they wheel me in they're like okay here's a guy who pushes it pretty fucking hard now yeah he's upped his blood pressure medicine to about 100 milligrams of losartan to ride out this hype this movie that he's making uh-huh. and so potassium levels are going to be high. We don't want to put any potassium in them. So when we put the, like, there's certain, okay, he keeps losing a tooth. Now, let's watch for that tooth. We don't want him to swallow it. It goes to his airways. We got to do an open heart surgery. Like there's certain things where I just go. <laughs> you think I'm
1: the a, tooth would go into the heart? No, it goes into my lungs. <laughs> goes into my lungs.
0: But uh, like I start, that's what I, that's where my brain starts going.
1: So this is clearly uh, your anxiety.
0: When I got my MRI, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. non-invasive, was just my arm. Mm -hmm. But for me, was a fact that I was going to be somewhere for 45 minutes. Trapped. And I couldn't leave. Yeah. I had panic attacks then. I had panic attacks. I had searing panic attacks and getting an MRI. I can't control them. I I don't know why they come on. I I wish I did. I wish I knew. I watched this thing on Netflix about panic attacks. It was Uh pretty informational, but no help. It was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to get them. Some people are prone to them. It's Mostly hereditary, mostly women get them. I think mostly women have OCD and panic attacks more than men.
1: Really, that's what he said on this
0: thing. By mm-hmm. the way, I didn't listen to the whole thing, so I mean, I kind of was in and out. So, uh, the second you start talking about panic attacks, I think about mine.
1: Then you start panicking.
0: No, no, I start thinking about my panic attacks. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I'm just gonna. I mean, this is the thing that sucks about having panic disorder is you either do it or you don't. And there's, I'm certain, there's people that are, have let an injury go too long and not get been able to get fixed because they don't want to go get a surgery
1: because the panic
0: yeah and that was but
1: there's i mean there's like proven therapies proven therapies for panic and anxiety management that makes a
0: lot of sense to you like that makes sense no to, but no, your sister on, on. did Hang it and your
1: sister got a lot on, of help a on
0: second. that you don't have panic and anxiety so like i i think for the majority of it like you can say that you can say that.
1: I understand, but your sister does have that, and your sister did okay. get help, and it did help her.
0: Okay, so, so you then,
1: and your sister have so very similar. This, so, what
0: did you want me to say?
1: I don't know why. I, I don't know why you don't get some help so that you can have some relief. Is I mean, you're the one that is suffering with it, and I th- would think you would want some relief.
0: I, maybe maybe I'm trying to. I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated, and I th- and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because. Because I want to represent the people that are listening to this. That there's a lot of people. The majority of people that are listening to this are are on your side. Why don't you just get some relief? Why don't you just get some help?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you have when you have panic and anxiety, I think I think it maybe feels like my 600 pound life. Uh-huh. Where you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. That's awesome. How how am I getting through today though? Like that just makes, right now. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Like so,
0: but so, and it's super frustrating when you have it and you're trying to get through it and you're dealing with it. You are dealing with it. Like I live a very full life where my panic and, and anxiety and my OCD, the little fucking things, no one sees it. No one sees it. Uh, you see it because you live with me, but I, I live a full life. I travel around the world. I do things that make me uncomfortable. I've done them consistently. I I, I, I do a lot of things where people well, you would never guess that I'm someone that deals with it. Mm-hmm. And there are people listening to this going, oh, no, I, I actually totally deal with it and I'm not leaving my house. This quarantine has been bad for me and I'm having a hard time reentering society and I, and I just want to tap out. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And and that, when you say, why don't you just get some help? It's almost like saying to a 600 pound person, the solution's super simple. You've got to lose weight. you got to eat less calories than, than you're taking in.
1: I didn't say it was super simple. I just said it was possible.
0: It is, po- and it's also possible for those people to lose weight. I think at a certain point, you become maybe so backed up with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know. Look, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you're right. I'm wrong. I, I don't I, know what.
1: I, I, it's not about right or wrong. I'm just I'll tell you what, it starts, it's
0: Thursday. I go into surgery on Thursday. Not sure if I can start doing cognitive behavioral therapy Monday. I have a pretty busy Monday.
1: Okay. That's not what I was really asking either. Uh, this is something that you've been dealing with the, ever since I've known you. So. That was kind of an overall question.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. The answer is I can grin and bear it. I remember the first time I went in and I said, I have a fear of flying. And the lady said, how long has it been since you flew? And I said, I flew in Sunday. She goes, so, so how, how bad was it? And I said, it was fine. I mean, I, I just hated it. She said, what did you hate? And I said, the night before when I figured I was going to die and I just figured all the stuff I'd miss. and And then I packed my bags and I, gotten the she couldn't 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 sleep and i got in the shower early in the morning and and i said prayers and and then i got on the plane i have rituals i do when i get on the plane and i wear certain clothes when i get on the plane because they're, they're the clothes that are safe to fly in and then and she was like so you get through it and i was like yeah and she goes and well, you don't have a problem flying and i was like cool thanks like yeah i guess i don't have a problem flying but there are people who don't fly and Reinman doesn't fly yeah she just doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. So then, so so I guess when you talk mm-hmm. about the severity of it, there is no backing me out of this. I will go into this surgery. I will do it. I, I'm not. I can't. I have already scheduled it. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna like it. So maybe I don't have anxiety. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I don't know. May, I don't no, know the no, answer.
1: Nobody said you don't have anxiety.
0: I know these are all like super fucking sensitive nerves with me because I'm like, and I'm glad we're doing it here because I wouldn't want to do this on on like two bears was supposed to be a comedy podcast this is more of a
1: we didn't even have to do it here we don't no, have to no, talk about this can, if you didn't talk, want
0: to i think this i mean I, I don't have a problem talking about any of this because i think i think there are people that deal with this there shit.
1: absolutely are people who deal with this shit and there are people who live with people who deal with this shit there there are both you and i in the world yeah and <clears throat> one is not more or less valid than the other the experience of having anxiety as a person and there's an experience of living with a person who suffers from anxiety when you don't have any.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, eating uh, the fire hot chicken that I just did was a really bad idea. I thought so. Yeah, and I, because that's my stomach's already going like bubble, bubble, and then that oil in trouble. And my in my, <laughs> st- my stomach it dictates my anxiety sometimes.
1: Your stomach is 100 <laughs> percent tied to your anxiety.
0: Yeah, and I, and I we have how many hot sauces in the fridge?
1: Uh, one million. I have a one refrigerator that's almost entirely hot sauces. No, that is also something that is scientifically true that your stomach dictates anxiety. So if you have a stomach flu and you're not even eating hot stuff, if you get the stomach flu and your enzymes in your stomach are all screwed up, it will cause someone who's predisposed for anxiety or panic to have anxiety or panic because the chemical makeup of their stomach is off. Yeah. Like where my stomach gets off, I don't have anxiety but I'm not predisposed. So I've that with Georgia. Georgia has an upset stomach and she'll start getting really, really anxious because she has what you have. She has some anxiety uh, disorder stuff that's like chemical. And I mean, she, the last panic attack she had was out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. And she was like, I think I just think I'm going to die. I could feel her heart coming out of her chest. <coughs> and I'm like, this is just Less the
0: difference between you and, and me is that when I was a child and I said, I think I'm going to die, my dad would go, Oh, you will.
1: No, I didn't do that. No, I sat down with her.
0: No, I know you didn't do that. This happened
1: like two weeks ago, right? When you came in, I sat on the couch with her and I held her like she was a baby and I rubbed her back and I just kept saying really soothing things to her. I didn't tell her she was going to be okay. I didn't tell her, I didn't tell her anything like that. I just kept saying, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I got you. I'm here for you. I've tried. I've tried. She stopped.
0: When I was in that MRI, I tried a lot of tricks. I tried a lot of tricks to try to figure it out. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you know, the thing about what helped Georgia when she went to the, the therapist was the therapist said, sometimes these things won't work and there's just nothing you can do and you just have to get through the panic attack. But the more you use the tools, the more they work.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So
1: that particular panic attack she had two weeks ago, nothing was working. Mm-hmm. so and she does have moments where she can manage it and then there's moments like the other day when there was there was no managing it yeah. so it's you know
0: no I, I mean no i so i have none of those tools but i was the other day i was in the mri and i was trying to i said i'm i'm a really smart person yeah you are and i and i was saying i i i don't enjoy these panic attacks and, I, and they're not real i said no this is real Well, that's right not true they are very real hey baby
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're kind of killing me right now why because i, I f- i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to tell you what i was doing in the mri and you're i feel like you're you're i don't know just give me a, let me tell you what let me tell you my story okay okay i was having panic attacks on the mri and i was saying to myself i'm a smart guy I know I can work work my way out of this. These aren't real right now. This isn't, this is my body doing something. And I said, let's figure out, let's, try. and I had 45 minutes, I had 45 minutes. And I was like, what? let's figure out what Leanne's brain would be doing. Like, let's figure out what Tom's brain would be doing. The average brain, like, what is that? What am I doing that's making it different? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, it's almost mm-hmm. like, it's like I'm I'm completely out of control of it. It's like a shout of like get the fuck out and 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 then I'm, and I'm like I I can't. My arm's stuck in there and I'm like I, I'm not going anywhere. And then it's like all of a sudden everything starts. But and then I think of things. I, I thought of things to like try to relax myself. I was like there are. I was like my my brain is like it's almost like my biggest enemy. Mm. Like I go, there are little children in an MRI right now who are terrified, and then my brain's like, "Your fear is just as strong as theirs. You're both afraid. You're both terrified. You're allowed to be just as afraid as a child." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" And I'm like, "I'm a grown man. I'm not. I'm not in in danger." What if a What if an earthquake hits? You're losing this arm. Like it, it's almost like, and and I I, I could not control it. And then I was like, I just kept I kept trying. The thing, the only thing that. Made me think, I was like, there are, like, I kept thinking of little kids. Mm-hmm. There are little kids going through surgeries that are terrified. Yeah. And I kept thinking, <clears throat> I kept thinking, uh, you're you you can, you're can allowed to be as scared as a little kid. You're allowed to be as scared as a little kid. It doesn't make a lot of sense because the little kids should be allowed to be a lot more afraid than you do. Mm-hmm. You are. And sometimes when you're a little kid, you don't realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. So like in a weird way, I was like, well, I'm, you know, I know what there is out there to miss in my head. And then I was like, I was like, okay, you're allowed to be as afraid of a little kid. But then you've already lived this really cool life. So then, if this is the end, then then you realize you you kind of won. Like you got to be 48, you got to have kids. Like you should give the you should you should never equivalent yourself to a child. The child has so much to fear. I mean, it was I was I, that only thing that was that conversation about that was the only thing that was relaxing me at all is that there were little kids doing it and there were little kids stronger than me that could get through it Mm -hmm. the little kids that could i just that's the only thing i could fucking time i had to was like there are little kids in an mri right now there's a little child in an mri in a full body scan mri who's finding out for the first time they're claustrophobic not knowing what, what it is not knowing how to communicate and no one's listening to them And that's the only thing that I was like, well, if they can, if there's a kid going, I I kept thinking of like a little girl that's eight years old. There's like a little girl that's eight years old. That's going like, well, fuck, I gotta, I gotta push through this. Mm -hmm. Then Bert as 48, you can definitely push through this. And you did. I did. I did. I did. I wish I had doctored myself up. I didn't listen. Tom's like, take a Xanax. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, take two Xanax, double it up. Really knock yourself out. You don't want to be there. And I was like, really? And he's like, eh, it's, I mean, if you get claustrophobic, it's not good. Mm. And I was like, "Oh." And then I started thinking about the first time I saw The first time I saw someone get claustrophobic was Jen Wren. We were at her house. We had a bouncy house. And I thought she was joking. The bouncy house deflated instantly. Oh, right? God. And she was in the center of it. And she was trapped in it. Oh, God. And she was making a noise that sounded like a cow giving birth oh, like god and she was stretching her arms like and i was like i could not stop laughing and she was like i'm claustrophobic get me out of here and oh i was like gosh. claustrophobic i wish i still had that fucking naivete i was like claustrophobic i never was claustrophobic i never was claustrophobic no never still aren't travel channel
1: ah uh, now travel you channel.
0: are. Yeah, now I am travel channel.
1: My dad's claustrophobic.
0: I can't get no. I can't get no roller coaster. Yeah. The things on the roller coaster, I will just never do it again. I, I don't need to i have ridden every roller coaster in the world. I've ridden the best ones there are in the world. I never need to do it again.
1: No need to do it again. All never done. need to do it again. It was over. It's over.
0: Can't have those shoulder restraints. Oh,
1: no, no! I'm no! 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 No shame! No! 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 MRI. 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 Same. 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 Same.
0: Like. Uh, you know what? When we were doing the what movie. do you think
1: you're gonna do with this brace on your arm then?
0: But uh, fucking, why would you say that?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking because you're gonna be like,
0: do you understand why I say sometimes? Can't arm. See, you know, Tom, Tom <clears throat> would never bring that up. He'd just be like, let Bert deal with that when he deals with that. Leanne he sees it and goes, oh, I see a problem that's gonna show up tomorrow.
1: Well, I mean, it is going to be a problem because you're uh, not going to be able to bend your arm.
0: Yeah, I know. Have I'm,
1: you I'm, have you ever been in a cast?
0: Baby, baby, baby. Uh,
1: have you? I don't remember you ever being in a cast. Have you ever been in a cast? No,
0: I've never been in a cast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't no, itch is, it.
0: Is, and you get an itch underneath.
1: You know what my dad used to do? He used to drill little hang bitty on, holes in on. his cast and stick a coat hanger in there so he could itch on, Hang on. So you know how to be able to I, itch?
0: I, you know, I, I...
1: What if I hold what if I'm holding hands with you with your right hand and you have to scratch your nose? What happens? And then I don't let your hand go. And then you go, By the way, this is a Leantic.
0: This is who she is. <laughs> this isn't a bit. And this is when I go But guess
1: what? It's the first time you've smiled since you sat in that chair. So you must like it on some level, because now you're smiling. You got a <laughs> twinkle in your eyes. I don't know if I'm for smiling for the first time. Or
0: I'm looking at my destiny uh, going, I am fucked.
1: No, you totally have a twinkle in your eye again. You haven't had since you sat in the chair.
0: I'm going to be fine.
1: You are. You're totally going to be fine. You're really strong. You're very healthy. You have Mickey Mantle, Gene. You've never... We've talked about this a million times, of all the crazy, stupid stunts you did in Travel Channel and to not get hurt. Yeah. It's amazing. So this is the one injury, real, true, bad injury you've had in how many years of doing shit like this, it's a pretty good record. Yeah, and, so it's, and it was a you fluke. have to, it was a fluke. It was <coughs> and, and it's not, and, I, I, and you yeah. know, Lacey said, you would have been injured so much worse if you hadn't been healthy and strong.
0: That's what I keep thinking, so, is that if I hadn't been working all out and that's gotten a glass half this half this full, movie, I would have been just- All that's glass yeah, half full. Yeah. See, what I'm good at, I'll tell you what I'm good at. Tell
1: me what you're good at.
0: I'm good at, I'm good at day after the surgery, setting out a timeline for recovery setting out of goals and, and achieving those goals yeah like that's where my brain goes and i think that's also why i tour the way i do i don't i'm good at like setting goals and going like i'm excited about recovery already i'm bummed
1: you are good at that you have always been the person who the anticipation of the thing is always worse than the thing yeah your anticipation of the flight is so much worse than the
0: actual flight i hate that no one can come into the surgery room with me yeah that it's covid and you're by yourself everyone's got to be by themselves and that's just, so
1: it. funny we are so different when i fell and went in the hospital i was like thank god nobody's here i would feel so bad if someone was here having to take care of
0: me oh my god thank
1: god i mean when sandy showed with up tom. with my stuff i, sat with I was tom like the whole time what
0: i sat with tom the whole time
1: no they wouldn't let anybody sit with me and you know, why did the they in the er let me in the back probably because you're
0: oh. a
1: celebrity sort of with a celebrity but, I mean, though, I couldn't, they let Sandy come bring me a bag Man, and leave. I
0: flexed that so hard when he got, went to that hospital. Well,
1: maybe you flex it and you, they'll let you I have don't somebody. I if
0: anyone fucking, I walked into that ho- ER and I dropped my mask. And he goes, what are you doing? And I was like, Get a little FaceTime. We're getting fucking into a room quick. And I was like, hey, my buddy Tom Segura is hurt. And I saw two dudes, two dude nurses look ahead and turn around. And I was like, put my mask back up. And I was like, all right, let's go. And they're like, it's going to be about five hours i was like cool cool i was like i got a charger i got headsets we're good Yep. i was like not a problem and they're like all right see if you can find a space to sit and everyone had covid (laughs) what what are you laughing at what's everyone laughing at what are you laughing at
1: i don't want to tell you never mind i just had an image (laughs) i just had an image of you (laughs) No, never mind. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> It's going to be okay, baby. What is no. the image?
0: What is the image? What's the image, Leanne?
1: view with one arm going like, I can't, can't fucking, I can't fucking, Leanne, and I'm not there. You know, like when we had Georgia and you were like, Georgia's crying. You're like, hey, is somebody going to get that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do by yourself in the hospital room?
0: I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping I get discharged that day. <laughs>
1: I would imagine. I I, I, well, I, would I can't imagine, I can't imagine they're gonna keep you yeah. that long. I can't I can't either. I mean, I think you you'd be an outpatient go home that day, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean one Although, of the big things is I
1: fell and busted my lip and stayed overnight, so you never know.
0: You never know. They may keep me in they may keep me in overnight. But I, I don't wanna be there overnight and I, I don't have no. stuff to, I, I need to know I gotta pack stuff if I'm gonna stay overnight that was the thing is that i we went back to that thing and i was like i had packed i had packed interestingly enough i had packed <coughs> going down to tom's house that day as if i would be there for a couple days mm-hmm. i had a bunch of cash mm-hmm. i had headsets i had a charger i had a charger for the headsets i had a long charger yeah i got a long charger like a like a six foot charger or whatever. Yeah. Um, I had my phone. I had everything charged up. I had everything dialed in. I yeah. had my blood pressure medicine in case I needed to stay there for like the night. And then when they said to Tom, you know, we're going to keep you here. I remember going, he was like, well, fuck. I remember him being like, I'm not, because he wasn't ready. He was, he didn't pack a bag or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I just gave him all my stuff. I was like, here, here's the headsets. Here's the charger. Here's, you know, whatever, everything you need is here. Yeah. I, whatever else. I gave him everything I had. So, like, I need to be prepared if they keep me, because, you know, I've been in hospitals where they're like, yeah, your blood pressure's over 140, we can't dismiss you until it's 130 or something, and you're like, we're going to be here for a week.
1: Well, well, they'll tell us all that on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, we'll tell it all on Wednesday. I'm hoping that I go Can I go
1: with you on Wednesday? I don't think so. Probably not, huh? I don't think so. That is the crazy part, right? Because people usually, when they have health problems, are panicked especially something like surgery so you it's always advised that you bring someone with you who can listen clearly to what instructions are
0: I'm gonna have They'll i'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a again. i'm gonna have a complete entourage to take me to the hospital what does that mean i'm I'm having a i'm, I'm like a forcing, parade I'm forcing
1: like a parade
0: my mom my dad you maybe Annie to go down to the hospital with me mm. to go take me to the hospital and wait for me
1: Well, I already asked Annie to stay here all day, the day of your surgery, and spend the night if you needed, if I needed to deal with you somewhere else. So she's- But I
0: think it's going to be, I think it's outpatient. I think, I think they can do it and then wrap you up and then be like, send you on your way. Yeah. I think so.
1: Well, we'll see Wednesday. Yeah. No need worrying about it till Wednesday.
0: That's funny. I wish I had that brain. No need worrying about it until Wednesday.
1: I wish I could give you some of the brain. Some of that brain. I wish
0: I could. I wish you could have a little bit of my brain sometimes.
1: I, I'm glad I don't.
0: No, I, don't I think my brain that. saves you from things.
1: Uh, it does. You're right. There's there's some ways that your brain is way better than mine at thinking about things like during COVID.
0: During COVID, my brain was super helpful.
1: Yep, yeah, it was. It's helpful sometimes, but it's torturous. It seems it tortures you sometimes too, where you suffer when you don't need to suffer. Sometimes.
0: I feel like if you don't suffer, if you don't suffer before the before the event then that's how bad shit happens to you i've always felt that
1: that's you your sacrifice that's
0: your sacrifice like uh, if you don't
1: I, no i don't try i trust the world in a different way
0: uh i'll tell you what the one time i trusted the world i fell off a waterfall oh yeah yeah i thought i thought <laughs> it's very funny i thought there's a saying in, in rock climbing trust your equipment you know yeah and uh i trusted my equipment i just dressed and, and the team i was with the team i was with i don't want to sound shitty about the one guy who's supposed to it's like the golden tail or whatever he's supposed to hold the bottom so that if bottom rope so if you start falling he just tightens it and you stop falling yeah and he was off doing something else he was just playing with his dick
1: sleep at the wheel
0: no not. i mean he just literally he was literally fucking, playing with his dick uh, probably there's a video of it he was like just over to the side kicking rocks dumb fucking dude and Uh. just wasn't paying attention and i was like what happened you're like and i I remember that morning i was like today's gonna be a great day i love rock climbing i love rappelling i love waterfalls this is my last thing i'm really shooting this dangerous for travel channel it's the last thing i'm shooting this dangerous for travel channel i remember thinking that and going like this is gonna be nice this is gonna be really nice like i stopped halfway down on my rappel and I didn't, I wasn't cautious. And I thought, this is a really, I'm a really lucky guy that I get to enjoy this. And I was like, take it in. You're done working for Travel Channel after this. Like, you're probably, I, I mean, I know we were going to do Birth to Conqueror, but I remember looking around at the halfway down the waterfall and I stopped and I looked around at this canyon in North Carolina and I was like, this is fucking beautiful. I was like, you're a really lucky guy. I was like, hey man, you know, treat yourself. Let's, you know, you know what you're doing. Swing out a little bit. So I pushed out a little bit and then swung back, and then and then all of a sudden I didn't I didn't appreciate I didn't respect the fear that I should have had, mm. and I got hurt. <clears throat> I feel like sometimes I remember uh, we did we did a a, a rock a a, a a cliff jump in Switzerland in Bern, Switzerland. I think it is maybe just outside Interlaken and uh, Kendall, our cameraman. Wasn't t- technically that afraid. Everyone was fucking afraid. Everyone was afraid. Everyone did it and we all loved it. He wasn't that afraid and he decided to do a, a front flip into it. He was like, I'm gonna really go fucking hard. And he flipped like three times. And then the three times, his ankle wrapped three times around the rope oh. and tied into an exact knot. Ugh. And he hung upside down and swang from his ankle and he thought they they thought that he had done severe damage to his leg yeah and it's funny because kendall was like a very um he was a very like thoughtful freaking freaky dude like he, he definitely like like i remember when i got bit by the bat and i remember being in the car and he was like and i was totally fine i was totally fine i thought it was funny that i got bit by a bat yeah i posted a picture on instagram and and it got a bunch of retweets, and Stanhope like commented, and everyone was commenting, and people were texting. I got bit by a bat, and I was like, hey whatever, a little clout, right? We're in the car, we're driving back to the thing, and Kendall goes, man, we are different people. I said, why? This is, I think this is after his accident on the thing. He goes, man, if this was me, I'd be freaked the fuck out. I was like, why? He was like, a bat? Are you shitting me? They have rabies, dude. You need rabies shots right now. And I went. That's all you need sometimes with anxiety is that little match. Yeah. And then you are spinning out of control. Yeah. One night stand, all you need your roommate to say is, uh, I don't know, man. She slept with you that quick. How many times do you think she's done that? And then you're like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and then you're in, next thing you know, you're like fucking spiraling out of control. I've had my anxiety is not as bad as it's been. It has been hardcore and manageable at my life at times
1: yes it has it was when you were on travel channel it was really really hard to manage
0: yeah oh, but that was a, that was like extenuating circumstances
1: oh i'm not blaming you i'm just i'm agreeing with what you just said i'm not blaming you
0: sometimes you know i actually forget to breathe yeah like i actually forget to breathe i sit there and i go
1: you hold your breath is from anxiety yeah it's from anxiety. It's from a lack of balance too, where you're not slowing down and letting yourself recover and have a little minute. Yeah. I mean, I'm I do the same thing. I run pretty hot too.
0: See, I think this is why when I made the movie, mm-hmm. I, I this is why I wanted to enjoy myself because mm-hmm. I think I can get so lost in the details sometimes uh-huh. that I forget the big picture. Yeah. And I think that 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 like right now I'm lost in the details, like the weirdest details. Yeah. Like the details of this surgery that are freaking me out are like. Like when when they like, OK, put on the gown and then sit here and then someone will be back to get you and you're just sitting on a bed in a room waiting. That's the fucking details that I'm thinking of.
1: You're stressing about that.
0: Like, no, that <coughs> that's an aspect of it. Or. um, Or. You know.
1: But, but that, are, that does no, that no, make no. you nervous that, that
0: makes me that I, I know that i know that in that moment i'm going to be very very nervous but when they wheel me in and they're like all right we want you to come back from uh who i just did it i mean when they want they're like we want you to come back from 10 and you and i just want to go no don't like fucking don't like I, like or or the idea of when you're asleep like what if what if you don't like it like what if it's bad what if it's terrible
1: so funny so little trust
0: <clears throat> yeah no i, I know and I, I think i should trust in the universe and believe in the stars and 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 stuff like that but like if they told you if they told you like oh when we put you under you have like seven orgasms i would be like oh i can't wait
1: well i'll have him tell you that should we have him tell you that
0: what was one thing steven said the guy was like hey man before you go under try to think about a good thought because you don't know what happens we don't know what happens on the other side of this What? what Someone said to Steven, I was like, why the fuck would you tell me that? I don't need to know that. I don't need to know what the guy told you that freaked you out. Oh, my God. Well. I wish they could say, yeah, take a Xanax before you come in. Because I think that would help. Um,
1: They should just give every patient a placebo and tell them that it's Xanax.
0: uh, I think I'd I'd sniff through the.
1: Uh, I bet you wouldn't. I bet you believe hard enough you took a Xanax, you'd be chill as a motherfucker
0: you think yeah let's play I a do. game tonight it's called russian roulette with xanax
1: oh uh, well i mean i wish i, I could
0: take xanax this week
1: <clears throat> i think you would I, think. I would
0: have taken xanax every single day this week probably twice a day yeah i could have gotten through with one i would have broken it up i would have taken it at four and then taken the other half it at at eight okay you know and how about this how about this what about let's let's try to upsell anxiety and like and appreciate the side uh, the, the the what i see through the the rose colored glasses that you don't see like i have a trust me when i say every time i have one of these panic attacks i have a real appreciation for like people who get shit done like i'll give you a perfect example uh Whitney Cummings has no fear of getting a a, a a like going to the doctors, and I just was like, I remember looking at her over pandemic. She went to the doctor maybe forty times. I mean, thirty times. She went so much to the doctor. Got bit by a dog. Uh, fucking got her lost a tooth. Like just the we like a bunch of shit. I was just like, man, that's pretty strong. Or like Tom when he just was like, yeah, I gotta go get another surgery. Like The fact that he's just like, yeah, you know, like I get really, and then you start thinking about like cops or firemen mm-hmm. or like i can't imagine being a fireman or a cop and knowing this is my day every day it could be it could be some fucked up shit goes down or like fucking military okay so Jesus what's your
1: rose colored glasses of is your, you have
0: appreciation for real
1: well, i have appreciation for that but I, wonder if I, have,
0: I wonder if i have a more of appreciation because i know i can't do the littlest thing
1: well, I think you do think that you are quite special. So I told you this at the beginning. I know. So I would imagine that you would think your appreciation is better than anybody else's because you think you are very special.
0: Doesn't Doesn't everyone think they're special? No,
1: I don't think I'm that special. No. I don't think I'm that precious. And I think that a lot of the feelings I feel, everybody else feels. Oh. I think that this... No, I don't think myself as special. I think... As. Can I tell
0: you? I, I, I think almost entirely the opposite i think i don't i think not a lot of people think the way i think
1: well no they don't
0: i I, don't think a lot of people like i i i i love my brain i'm I'm glad i got my brain uh, but my brain is super complicated
1: yes it is very complicated no i'm not saying your brain's bad I'm just saying your brain thinks the way it does because it's your brain, but it's not like an average person's brain.
0: So yeah, so like I, feel like I feel like because of my anxiety, because I've been trapped on a roller coaster for 45 minutes in a harness, I really know, I really can empathize what it must be like to be a cop. I go, I, go, I, can't, I can empathize how hard that must be because I go, well, I can't do a roller coaster for 45 minutes. Yeah, Or like, I remember the, there were people on there that fell asleep. Right. I don't know. Is this too heavy of a podcast? Do you think?
1: No, I don't know. I don't think it's too heavy. Why would it be too heavy?
0: I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I feel like I don't know. I, I'm fine. It with- sounds
1: to me like this podcast is about you working with you about your anxiety about this surgery and about you working with you about the pace with which you run your life.
0: Yeah. Those it's, are the two things that are that have caught up to me on, this, on one week, on it's, one week.
1: Yeah, it's been <coughs>
0: in one week. Mm-hmm. Those two things came to a head, mm-hmm. and I think.
1: And you think you don't want to change either of them? They're just They're just. They're just causing you stress.
0: Here's the question: If I change my anxiety, would I still be the same person? I think you would. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I don't think any of my creativity comes out of anxiety. None
1: of it comes out of anxiety.
0: But okay, but a lot of the way I run my business is out of anxiety. Like I go.
1: I don't know that that's true either. I came up with the idea. Okay. I'll tell you this. Your business comes out of your need to create and your need to be a part of that race you were talking about before. That may have a little bit of anxiety in it, but it's not the same as your anxiety that says, I'm trapped in an MRI for 45 minutes and I'm going to die. I think every, I have anxiety. I know you don't, I don't have anxiety disorder. What's your anxiety? I have anxiety about getting the house done and, and about timelines and about, you know, not getting things to happen the way that I want them and not booking my podcast in a, manageable way that makes me happy but my anxiety isn't isn't that's the same a similar anxiety to what you're talking about with your business and that anxiety most very successful business people have but the anxiety disorder that's related to this kind of spiraling into these places where you're just kind of paralyzed by fear about your about your health
0: see that's that's the weird thing is I'm, you're not paralyzed I'm not paralyzed by fear
1: but you're para- you're not paralyzed at all you always move forward but you spend a lot of your energy and bandwidth on ruminating over and over again about the thing that makes you anxious so
0: what percentage of people do you think someone goes so yeah we're going to put we have surgery on Thursday it's not a super complicated surgery we are going to put you down obviously you know there are risks with that uh, what percentage of people go okay and what percentage you go, ooh, I'm going to be thinking about this.
1: I don't know how to, well. 50-50, you
0: think? I
1: don't know, maybe. I think what would happen if if you could remove some part of your anxiety is that you would be able to be more creative in some ways. You're such a problem solver. You're. Such, I have not
0: created anything in like three days.
1: It's because you've been, I think, a bit <clears throat> taken over by this anxiety about the Surgery. Right, so, right, I'll let it go. And the, you know, it's not that a surgery isn't something to be concerned about. It's just I don't think it's something to be consumed by. Yeah. For you to have push pause on everything for three days is out of character for you. And so, do that? well, you just said I haven't done anything creative for three days. Oh yeah, yeah. So you just said. Yeah, yeah. So then, for for me, that's very out of character yeah. for you. So for you to allow something in your life to have you stop in that way I think
0: it's also the fact that is I'm not hurt I'm not hurting mm-hmm. so I think that's bothering me it's like I think if I was in pain I'd be like yeah let's get Oh, this totally done. yeah
1: of course But the
0: fact that I'm in no pain makes me it's a little confusing it's confusing where yeah. I go so I'm just going in there to get surgery to be put in pain yeah
1: for something that doesn't hurt me totally and you're getting you know different opinions from different people I understand all that yeah <laughs> <coughs> The anticipation of the thing has always been worse than the thing
0: yeah i'm sure there'll be no traffic on the 405 that day <laughs> i bet we'll giggle the whole way down <laughs> of course that's why I'm, I'm, i was like if we if i was, if we get cotty in there we get cotty to be in the car me you dad cotty mom then i then i could be looser going in oh. would love if they let me bring someone in
1: yeah who would you bring in
0: i don't know Maybe, maybe my not my dad, because my dad, I guarantee you, they'd roll me in and he'd start crying. And I'd be like, what's going to happen to me? Uh-huh. He's never been good with quelling anxiety. What about go,
1: your mom? Oh, honey, you no, have herpes. No.
0: <laughs> not letting my mom go in. <laughs> it would be either you or Cotty. Cotty would be finding the things, because Cotty's got, got anxiety. She'd be finding the things to make me comfortable.
1: Cotty and you are so very similar. And I've talked to Cotty about this a lot Uh about my relationship with you in regards to your anxiety, because she understands your anxiety and she and I don't have a personal connection like I would with my husband. So I can talk to her about the things that confuse me, where I would talk to you about the things that confuse you and me about your anxiety. And it, it, it seems to me like sometimes that T- you take that personally mm-hmm. when I'm just a person who doesn't suffer from this condition, who doesn't completely understand it, has no reason why I should understand it. I definitely it. take things personally. And so I ask Cotty sometimes how to handle things because it's nothing personal to her. And you have the same brain. I mean, yeah. you guys have the same exact anxiety about health, about a dying. And so she's been really helpful to me, but what's really interesting is, and I think you've seen this before with yourself, is I'll ask her about something that you're having anxiety about, and she'll go, why is he having anxiety about that? That's so stupid. And I'll be like, bitch, you'd be doing the same thing. If it was you, you'd be having serious anxiety. Do you remember how but many when COVID it's tests it's Outside of her, it's so in, what's fascinating to me is that when it's outside of her, she can see it more like how I see it. Mm-hmm. But then when she's in it, no one can see it except someone who has anxiety also. Yeah. Like she, even if I say, okay, I understand this is what you're feeling anxious about. There's part of her that denies my understanding of it because I don't have anxiety because I couldn't possibly completely understand it. I could try to be um, empathetic uh-huh. and compassionate about it, but it's it w- it's never enough because I don't suffer from it also. Yeah. So I can't completely understand it, but there's yeah. no allowance for me getting 90 percent of it right mm-hmm. it's a very interesting thing to watch because she has your anxiety and to see how she deals with it when it's not happening to her as opposed to how she deals with it when it is happening to her mm-hmm. and the same with you you're the you're very similar well you hear cottage talk about something she's anxious about and you'll go i don't know i don't understand what it is when it's not happening
0: to you it's very easy to say oh it's not a big deal
1: it's not exactly but when it is you you can't hear that from anybody uh, it's really hard for you to hear that so you're right she may be i'm happy to go in with you and stay and do whatever you want of course i want to be that person but i may not be what you need in that moment because you may not believe that i can understand what you're going through
0: no i, I think you could i, I think that i would probably want you to go in with me
1: i try to understand but i
0: don't think they're gonna let anyone go in i don't to, think they are either into a but... surgery that's why we should live in texas guarantee you they're letting people in fucking hospitals
1: no oh, did push go with tom when he had his surgery no so maybe not
0: she was allowed in the hospital room to come see him afterwards oh yeah yeah and that was at the height of covid
1: mm. but that was here wasn't
0: it it was here yeah, that yeah was so here.
1: that's not that's not Texas. he went
0: in he went in straight into a rehab i wonder if i'm gonna have to go to a rehab that's where i'll lose my fucking mind we'll
1: find out wednesday why will you lose your mind in a rehab
0: sit the fucking They'll
1: just lay a call button in your hand so you can go Ling, ding 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 ding.
0: Oh, he had a broken leg and a broken
1: arm. Yeah, hand. he couldn't he was immobile. Yeah. You you're, you're going to be okay. I think this surgery is not to make light of it. It's not a light surgery. Yeah. But I think it's your arm. You can yeah. do lots of things without your arm. You yeah, can't do a whole lot without your leg.
0: Mobility is a exactly. motherfucker.
1: And you need to be mobile, and like Lacey said, you need to you need to work out and get your blood moving. So yeah. funny, she and Mikkel say the same things about things like that, like the injury has to be flooded with blood, yeah. and the way you flood it with blood is to work out. So both of them told me that about my hamstring that I pulled. The the best way to heal it.
0: That is the weirdest. I can't wait is, till this guy gets here to find out what the fuck that is. is I've never felt anything like that in my life. No the weirdest fucking thing
1: it happened like two months ago i was just hoping it would just heal on its own but
0: that's crazy
1: but um Lacey said it's torn if it's got a knot like that but we'll see i mean i don't know
0: yeah
1: i'm not super worried about it but but every time i know when Mikkel makes me do these couple of exercises where it is specifically where i'm injured he said i'm doing that on purpose because that push is fresh blood into the injury and that's how you heal it is you flood it with fresh oxygen and blood oxygenated blood. So, you know, I I think recovery used to be long time ago that you sit in a chair and put your feet up and take it easy. But I don't think that's recovery nowadays. I think they know so much more about how the body heals.
0: I do a cycle of steroids. What? Like, like that's why a rod and all those guys got busted. Apparently. I don't know. Allegedly. I don't know.
1: But was like to heal an injury
0: Healing injury like they had surgery and they're like yeah let's fucking let's let's bring the muscle back like we're not we don't have time to fucking rehab this for a year
1: well she also said that the collagen in the um in the uh
0: i can't have vital much proteins i can't have too much potassium okay well yeah. I'm on the on my blood pressure medicine so you can get a someone told me that so i was eating bananas and i was like
1: I'm not sure a banana would push you over on your. See, can potassium. I tell
0: you that that's the difference in our brains? Is you go, I'm not sure a banana, and then I say,
1: "Well, let's Google the potassium and banana." No, well, no,
0: actually, I, I actually did Google this because I did, went, you did. Well, yeah, because I when my blood pressure was up, I I was I, I had taken, a Xanax one day to like lower because I know that immediately Xanax will lower your blood pressure, but then on the next day it kind of raises it up again, right? Okay. And, um, and so I was like, well, shit, maybe I should not be. Maybe the best thing for me to do, it's actually was the best thing that happened to me, is I don't know if, I don't know what this word means, and I couldn't find an answer. I'll tell you what the word is, Xanax Losartan. And they had, it can have a doubling effect. Um, A doubling? It's, it. it,
1: it
0: it was, uh, it was a by, byproduct effect. It was, whatever they said, it was like, I'll tell you exactly what they said. Um, uh, I'm glad that, no wonder, I'm glad I'm not taking Xanax. It was, a, whatever the, the word they used, I didn't understand the word. It, it was confusing to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it meant that it was bad for the pill or good for the pill. Yeah. And so I stopped taking Xanax that day. I took only took one try to get my blood pressure and then i was like all right i'm just gonna go to bed i'm gonna go to just go to bed and not try to like put myself to sleep with xanax and the fact that my blood pressure would raise the next day i'm not going to do that Mm -hmm. and so um i ended up on this thing about losartan and then and it says losartan basically is see this is where my brain is different than you is i go i should maybe like grapefruit juice you're not supposed to eat grapefruit juice with a lot of things, mm-hmm. especially blood pressure medicine, because grapefruit juice lowers your blood pressure. And if, and you're not, you can't manage your grapefruit juice intake, meaning like you can't go this much will lower it, this much will lower it. And so Dr. Drew one time texted me and it was, I saw on my Instagram story that I was having, I was, we were eating grapefruits from Stephen's yard. Yep. And he was like, Hey, whoa, 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 you're on blood pressure medicine. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And, But it's the same thought of like, I don't think a grapefruit's going to do this Yeah, it's the same thought. And and so Losartan is potassium. So when I went into the Go Big show, uh, they came in, they had a doctor. We were on, whatchamacallit, and he took my blood pressure. He goes, it's a little high. It's like 150 over 95, which is a little high. He goes, are you on blood pressure medicine? I said, I am. He said, are you dehydrated? That's another huge thing. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing with blood pressure is if you're dehydrated, sometimes your body will convince itself that it it needs to increase your blood pressure, mm. something like that. That's not the right way of saying it. But your blood pressure will raise because your body's confused. Mm-hmm. So your blood pressure raises if you're dehydrated. So he said, are you dehydrated? And I said, no, I don't think I am. I said, I'm taking these these supplements in my drink. And he goes, well, what's in those supplements? And I said, I don't know. And he looked at me, and he goes, okay, stop with the fucking supplement. I said, why? And he goes, it's salt and potassium. He said what blood pressure medicine you want. And I said losartan. He goes, "You don't <laughs> don't add potassium to your diet, okay? They've got you on that. Leave it at that. Okay? And secondly, no more salt. No more salt and you're fine. Just fucking no more salt." And he took he took the supplements out of my room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh." And I was like, "That's interesting." And so I have I've been I've been careful to not go nuts on bananas because I'm like I don't know they're filled with potassium and losartan is potassium. This is the most boring fucking podcast in the world. That's pretty boring. This is what's. It's this pretty is what's...
1: boring. It's like middle-aged stuff. Losartan and potassium. What happened to me? I can and cannot eat a banana.
0: I'm going to be so much better out of this surgery.
1: Maybe we should mash the banana if you're you know to eat it. Tom's
0: biggest fear is is uh, constipation.
1: Constipation is very painful. Whatever. It's very uncomfortable.
0: He's like, oh, I, I get off those pain pills because I don't want to get constipated. And I was like.
1: Constipation is really painful. Oh, bring it. When was the last time you've been constipated?
0: Who knows? Who cares? Never. Bring it. It sucks. I'll be gobbling every goddamn pill they give me.
1: Why? Not me. I hate that shit. I hate it. I hated it when I had to take it after I had Georgia. And I hated getting off of it. Getting off of it was terrible. You really? probably don't even remember. You weren't around. I wonder what
0: kind of pain pills they give you.
1: I, ha- I was on Vicodin. When I had Georgia. Tom was on like Oxycontin.
0: No. No, no, no. Was he on Oxys?
1: I don't know. He wasn't on anything. He didn't take it. So he didn't get constipated.
0: He stopped taking it early. Like they were like, no, no, you should still take it. And he's like, no, no, I'm good.
1: I think really what you need is an anti-inflammatory, right? And then you manage the pain the way you manage the pain. I mean, how painful can it be? I'm going to
0: definitely need some sort of a nerve pill. to. A get. nerve
1: pill? Yeah. What are you, 90 years old? Hi, where's my nerve pill? Somebody got my nerve pill? I need
0: a nerve pill.
1: You don't need no nerve pill.
0: I'm going I'm to need a nerve pill if my oh. arm's going to be st- st- stuck out like <laughs> fucking horse shack all day.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> i heard that's pretty funny i'm gonna need a nerve pill
0: i mean i never thought about it my arm's gonna be like this the whole time
1: i think they're gonna have it straight up so it's like you're asking a question like excuse me teacher i have a question no i think it just has to be straight right (laughs) or they probably have it like boomerang
0: Mm -mm. no straight so that it'll heal and then they then they slowly start bending it wow don't wow don't 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 what? I know what you're doing. What am I doing? You're thinking how much it's going to bother me. (laughs) It's
1: going to bother you a lot. It is going to bother you a lot. Let me
0: tell you something. Don't you
1: think it's going to bother you a lot? Nope. Okay, good. Good. Well, then I'm glad I was wrong. Why?
0: Because in Serbia, twice (laughs) I couldn't bend my arm and I didn't have a brace on it. Yeah. And I didn't want it to bend. Yeah. I would tape it up so it couldn't bend Ah. because if it bent, it hurt like a motherfucker. Okay. There's a difference between your arm not hurting and then putting in a brace where you can't move it. And you're like, well, this is fucking stupid versus it hurts really bad. And you're like, I don't want it to bend.
1: Yeah. That's very true.
0: I I would wrap it up. I, I, and I would, I would lose my fucking mind trying to explain in English what I wanted.
1: Oh, they'd never get it. Yeah.
0: I I mean, and they don't, and you know, they don't, they don't have braces the way, you know, socialized healthcare is, is, is interesting. It's, I won't say if it's better or worse. I'll just say that it's very interesting in that certain things that we have or that we have access to, they don't have access to. Like the only brace they had was honestly, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but it was probably this is the only brace they had access to in Serbia was was would be the cheapest brace at Big Five.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if you said find me a brace at Big Five that's under ten dollars, that was the nicest brace I could get in Serbia. Yeah. And when we got it at a pharmacy, we couldn't get it at a sporting goods store. And they were like, yeah, I don't, they were like, I don't think, and mind you, you have to like compartmentalize that the information I'm getting is not from a, a, a specialist in everything. It's like, you know, it's a PA or, you know, the onset doctor or like, or like someone they're like, I remember one of us was our production manager. And she was like, yeah, our sporting goods stores aren't like your sporting goods stores. You can't just get like knee braces and arm braces for at them. Now, granted, I don't know if she ever goes to sporting stores, so this may be inaccurate, but I remember going like you can They're like, this is a good one. It's the best one you're gonna get. We're getting it from a pharmacy. Mm. I have it here. You'll see it and you'll go, Wow. That's the best.
1: It's pretty minor.
0: It was it was an elastic sleeve yeah, that had a strap to hold it tight on your foot. It was basically t- for tennis elbow. Uh huh. And I was like, I, I don't that's not they what play I
1: have. a lot of tennis in Serbia.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, they actually do. They're really big in tennis uh, because Djokovic. Djokovic, do Djokovic is like the number one tennis player in the world, and he's from Serbia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so they're they're big in a couple sports: three, like three sports: soccer, tennis, and basketball. I think, and probably cage fighting. I'm assuming just based on what the men look like.
1: Well, here's one good thing I think about your surgery happening when it is when is you're going to Macon to shoot go big show. And that's a pretty predictable, very structured uh, month that you have. So if you're going to do some rehab in Macon while you're there, it can be managed and handled in a very structured way. Whereas when you're home, there's so many moving parts when you're home of two bears, one cave, burk cast um <laughs> if you're on the road you're in a different city all the time yeah. so if it had to happen
0: it's good this well, is I mean, a
1: good this is good because then good you go to go, go big and then you yeah. come home for a month so it's very kind of manageable pockets of time where you can really rehab it properly because i think the problem with most people after surgery is they go okay i'm done when really that's not true you uh, do have to rehab yourself rehab is
0: going to be intense and i, and I think what well, we have Lacey and then we're right next to a big hospital. Yeah, Macon. you are
1: making. So I wonder if yeah. there's
0: a. I wonder if there's a way to get a, a rehab specialist to come over to my room.
1: Oh, I'm you know, sure. Once I'm a sure, day
0: and, and work with me and do some exercises.
1: Absolutely. I'm. You should ask we or you should ask your surgeon to give you a referral for someone at Macon. Mercer University's there, it's a medical focused university.
0: So we're actually share a parking lot with them.
1: Yeah, so I'm sure there's someone through Mercer, uh, if not through the local hospital that Mercer teaches out of. I haven't
0: used either of my hands much. Since, since 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 I got diagnosed with the surgery, I haven't used. And by the way, I was using my arm like it was fucking regular arm. <laughs> you're fucking. You're a joke.
1: What? You've you been eating with your elbows? Uh, what no. do you mean you haven't used?
0: Your- <laughs> I haven't been using my hands much. I haven't been using my hands.
1: Oh, much. do you? You building a lot of stuff with hammers? What were you doing before? What do you mean you I haven't? Mean, you tapping your finger right I now? I wonder if there's
0: anyone that listening to this. Culture. I really emphasize with Bert. He deserves better. <laughs> He deserves better. If this I was, mean,
1: you haven't been using your hands much. Have you been walking around with them limp like this?
0: Just I have. I've been like
1: this, limp <laughs> in front of you, like you know, I got a bad. I've elbow have been noticing. <laughs> I've been noticing at times that
0: my hands will be like this, and I'll just be holding them like this, uh, and I'll be like, "Am I not using these guys?" And then I'll just go
1: <laughs> because fast fingers is really what you do. You walk around all the time like this, usually. But now that you have a bum elbow, you're just kind of limp. Limp wristed. I think that you're that you're using your that? hands just
0: fine. What if they What if they do the surgery and they're like, "Oh my God, we're so sorry, we gave you a limp wrist."
1: You know, I haven't been using my hands much,
0: and so I was like, "I can totally use my <laughs> arm, but I, I just have a limp wrist."
1: You have a pretty interesting brain, Bert Kreischer. Yeah, I do. Well, I'm ready for you to use that brain for good not for surgery
0: thursday thursday afternoon thursday evening yeah nice night
1: you'll be over be done
0: yeah it will be done either be dead or alive there's no stopping it
1: (laughs) do you feel like part of your destiny is to go out in some blaze of glory like
0: part of me thought part of me thought you want this movie to be big well then die oh my god you've got to be kidding it will be it's because see the problem is when you die, you could be a very mediocre talent, but if you die, you're held up as like a genius.
1: Right? Is that right?
0: Oh yeah. There's yeah. lots of mediocre talents that died young, and everyone's like, "He was a fucking genius," and you, no one talks bad about you. Like when you die, no one, no one tries to like that he was a fucking. So you God. just
1: don't want to live to be a wash up.
0: Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, like, like you look at some of the talent that you know, that, that may. I mean, like
1: think of them in their middle ages, uh, middle age years. They, they, like, there's like, of, there's a
0: lot of talent that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe outlives their talent. Like they they outpass their out outpass their coverage. They outkick their coverage. Does that make sense? Like you know, like
1: who are you thinking of?
0: I'm, I'm not gonna say names. <laughs> well but why like, not? Oh, like because uh, I I oh god I forgot to tell you what? Like nothing. I can you bleep a name out?
1: someone else not using their hands
0: no i get a so i have i have a party at my house maybe in serbia i i I go out oh i went we went out we went out i showed you videos of the night we took when jimmy was sparklers sparklers, yeah yeah. so we go out one night and we have this really great time very safe very socially distant very like secluded that and that it was just us but it was a blast a lot of stuff to witness a lot of partying to go on but no interaction with anyone but it was fucking awesome and i got way too drunk i got way too drunk and i wake up the next day having paid the bill right yeah and and thinking to myself what the fuck was that like what are you doing yeah. what are you doing like you're the, i mean i wasn't working that day so I, it was my day off so i kind of went harder than i would because it was my day off and, yeah. and i and i thought this is a day of recovery <clears throat> should be in bed fucking getting some sleep and then getting up and working out and feeling good about yourself and cleaning the house and going over sides like i'm like this and instead you're gonna be hung over all day you're not gonna work out and then i go fuck that you know what if this if you if you can't get up and work out we're done drinking we're done drinking forever if you can't get up and work out i'm really beating myself up i go is this what someone's bottom feels like is this what it is like where you just you're hung out like i got to the bathroom and i was dizzy and I was like, my blood pressure pressures probably, probably through the fucking roof. I'm beating myself up, beating myself up. And my phone rings. And I answer it, and I'm like, hello? And it's a grown man crying. And I'm like, he goes, do you respect me? And I go, I don't know who this is. And he goes, I'm afraid you hate me. And I'm like, I would... Tell you if I did, but I don't know who this is. And he's sobbing. And I go, Who who am I talking to? And he goes, Is this Bert Kreischer? I said, It is. He goes, Bert, it's
1: oh God.
0: And I'm like, whoa. And he goes, Do you do you think I'm funny? Oh. And I go, very. He said, Do you respect me? And I said, I think you're a genius. I really do think you're I really do think he's a genius. And he goes, "Would you would you work with me? If if someone said my name, would you say you'd work with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Thanks, man." Oh. And just hung up.
1: Hope he's okay.
0: I I don't think he is, obviously. Please bleep his name out. Let everyone guess who the fuck that is. And then leave in the comments who you think it is. No, it, but it was like, and then I was like, okay, I'm not bad. I'm not that bad. Mm-hmm. Like I got up and I was like, yeah, let's go work out. You can get through this part. Like Jesus Christ. Oh, bless the his heart. Yeah. What a su- he's, a, such a, he's always been such a sweet guy that's been haunted by demons.
1: Yeah. He is clearly <clears> haunted by Haunted by
0: and so fucking talented. Yeah. I mean, always so talented, but just got in his own way every step of the fucking way.
1: Well, you don't get in your own way.
0: I, I don't because I shut my mouth a lot of times. Do you? I do. I fucking definitely do. And you just shut your mouth. You
1: stop. <clears throat> you stop using your hands. You just shut your mouth. <laughs> you know I haven't been using my hands a lot.
0: You know it's so funny. One day I'm gonna be call you up crying and go, Leanne, do you still respect me? What? And you go, who is this? i'll
1: go well are you using your hands yet because if you're not then no Uh, do
0: you think do you think people listen to this podcast this podcast specifically and they're like
1: wow she has to listen a lot
0: (laughs) well you were coughing the entire time it's better that i talk do you think they go she's doing a great job of cheering them up i like i'm not
1: cheering you up at all you don't want to be cheered up well
0: a little bit cheered up i'm more cheered up than when i started
1: yeah for sure I wonder why you started so heavy You is on your mind. You need to get off your it's mind. Very,
0: it's very, well, no. You know, I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't, I don't, uh, there's a, I, I think that I'm definitely aware of my shortcomings. I, I'm, I'm aware of a lot more about, I'll tell you that movie was a heavy experience in self-realization. Yeah. You know, when you watch someone play a younger version of you or you watch someone behave as you or you watch someone write for you or you watch someone- tell you what they think you would do or like you or you just read what or you just have to behave as you yeah it really kind of like you really it really puts a magnoscope magnoscope
1: microscope
0: microscope magnifying, magnifying glass. glass and i think that was one of the things i didn't expect mm-hmm. and i came away going the number one thing i thought was and you're the one that pointed this out is that i'm, I'm pushing myself a little too hard uh-huh. and i don't know where that's coming from and i and i just and then and then, you know, you got to remember I, I, when I was over there, I launched a tour and everyone else launched their tours. And I watched everyone fucking go full. I mean, like Sebastian's out every fucking weekend. I mean, yeah. everyone's going hard. Joe Coy's going like he's touring like he has a month to live. <laughs> I mean, you look and I, and then I go, all right, we're back. And then I'm like, hold on. In a weird way, I was like, I have not break, taken a break. I didn't. Yeah. I toured all through the pandemic. Yeah. I, and, I, and then I was like, I don't have time to break now. Right. Like now, if we're all back at it, let's go, and and then, and then and then the other thing is, you know, numbers of COVID cases are raising, and mask orders are back in effect, and you start looking and you're going, hold on, like w- what if they're going to close up again, and then you get a panic, you're like, well, fuck, we got to get these dates in, you know? Totally. And did I lose you? 100. Yeah, you lost me. Why?
1: Because we talked about this already, yeah. <clears throat> sort of. Okay. And, you know, I understand why you push yourself so hard. And, it, you know, I think I would be a bad partner to not say, hey, I think this is too hard. I think it would be bad for me to expect you to run yourself into the ground and kill yourself for what? for For money? I mean, I clearly didn't sign up for this relationship for money. We didn't you have any money for a long time. We didn't have any money. So I'm not really here for that.
0: Are the, aren't you part, didn't part of you like shocked? Like, At like, what? Like,
1: that you're making money? Yeah. No, I'm not shocked. That's the thing is oh. that I, I went into our relationship prepared to not have any money, but thinking that you would have success. But I didn't really tie it to money per se. I didn't really say, and then we'll be rich. That's not really what I thought. I just thought you were very, very talented and that at a certain point you would be very successful. But I, I've never really, you know, even in kind of manifesting your life, I've never asked for money. I've always asked for security or for um, for us to be able to give to other people or to be able to give our kids certain things, but not like, hey, I want to be rich, God. can you give me that?
0: it's so funny is I I, I changed with you, I changed. I had a different perspective of what I wanted out of, of a partner. Yeah, and one of the main things I wanted out of a partner, and this is going to sound like fucking low bar. Uh, no, but it's but it's, it's funny. It's funny because
1: you mean it wasn't tits and ass? Did you change from that to? Something? Oh, you've
0: got those. <clears throat> yeah, that was a big part of it.
1: <coughs> or tits and ass.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And face, obviously. One of the main qualities I was looking for was someone who wanted to be just with me yeah someone who wasn't like waking up and going like so what what are we doing today like we there are there parties out there tonight we should go to some clubs we should go to some like we should go there's like a bar opening there's a a a, a, a like i wanted someone who's like
1: but that's who we, that's what you are like a lot of the not time not at all not at all are you kidding
0: me hold on stop very different to go we should hang out with our friends than to go is there a bar opening up? Oh well, yeah. Can we get courtside tickets different. to the Lakers? Yeah, no, no, no. I yeah,
1: that's never.
0: Been we that should go bad. on vacation. I I got want to go on vacation, but I want to go with you and the girls. I want to spend time with you and the girls. You and the girls doing stuff like going over to the Hayslips or going over to the gruzen, not to the Grusins, but
1: or pressure washing our backyard. Pressure,
0: like I, but I, I wanted someone that wanted to do that that wasn't like wasn't like a partier. No, no, it was not even a partier. Someone that. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Maybe I didn't explain it right.
1: Well, how do you feel about moving into our house? Um, Still mixed on that one?
0: Still mixed. I don't think I understood what I was getting for. You did. I did. And you explained that to me. I'm, I'm really glad we're in it. Um, I, Only because I wouldn't want to be going back and forth.
1: Yeah. I'm our house is h- not finished. No. it's But it's mostly finished. And on the inside, is mostly
0: 80% finished.
1: Uh, now it's after Friday is more like 95.
0: I mean, there's like, yeah, but there's <clears throat> still on the wires inside, coming out of the wall on the
1: inside. Yeah.
0: yeah. <coughs> in I, some
1: places we have three air conditionings instead of four. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, September when I get back from go big, it should be completely done. Yeah. I'm excited to live in that house.
1: Maybe we'll have some furniture.
0: Uh, grass. Grass would be cool.
1: We got grass
0: in the backyard. I like grass in the front yard, so it's not a dust bowl.
1: Yeah, grass in the front yard is good. Yeah, yeah right I mean, now it's pretty dusty. And there's a dumpster.
0: Isla's got the consumption from the dust bowl stuff out <laughs> front. Grace. Everyone walks in like it's nineteen. I don't even know when the dust bowl was.
1: Uh, was it the twenties, Oklahoma?
0: No, it's got to be the night nineteen oh eight.
1: No, I think no, it's that early. Be dust bowl. It was The twenties. Was it between World War One and World War Two?
0: Got to be it around No, it's got to be around the depression. in the depression. What was 30s. the dust bowl?
1: Um, thirty
0: six. Nineteen thirty to thirty six. Six years year of dust. You no, know, you think you got it bad, and then you think, can you imagine living in the dust bowl? I
1: know those probably had, guys had full use of their hands the whole time they were in the dust bowl. They probably could cover their eyes and their mouth with their hands.
0: Can you imagine how bad their asthma must have been?
1: Oh, they didn't have asthma back then.
0: Well they just die?
1: No, I don't know. I don't know.
0: They had asthma back then.
1: Oh, like one in one million people had asthma, and they'd just die.
0: Wait, what do you think? You think that? Do you think that
1: asthma is more prevalent now than it was back then? Yeah, I do. For real? Yeah, I do. <coughs> I, I do think allergies are way more prevalent, and nut allergies are way more prevalent than it was back in the day. Yeah, I do. I do. Think do you that. think
0: anyone got didn't get the polio vaccine back then because no. they were like? No, they're like I don't know. I don't trust the military. What the government's doing? No, you think when they get they got the polio vaccine, there weren't some people going ah pass. I'll, I'll pass. You know what? I'll take I'll take my chances with polio.
1: No, I don't think so. Really? No, I don't.
0: <clears throat> the measles? No. Nope. Smallpox?
1: Nope. You know, I was listening to um, what was the last? I was during COVID. There was some news, maybe it was on NPR. I don't remember, but I was listening to them interview people from the last time they had a vaccine trial that was similar to what they were doing for Corona. It was a long time ago. And all these mothers talking about volunteering their children for the trials and how that all the moms, not all of them, but a lot of them said, I believe this is our civic duty. It's our duty as Americans to keep each other safe. So yes, I will have my child in this trial because my child will make it safe for all children Yes, absolutely. And I thought, wow, have we changed our mentality about what our country should be, what our family should be, what our duties are, and what our responsibilities are as a community? <clears throat> because now, people, I don't think the main focus is not let's keep each other safe. It's like, well, what about me? What about me? What about me?
0: There's going to be a there's mm-hmm. going to be an overthrow of our government coming up.
1: I don't know. Something's got to. No, no give. Be, There's
0: going to be an overthrow of our government. There's going to be a a coup d'état coming up and I only say that because that is how history works the first couple fail and they send those people to jail and those people become the leaders of the future that's what happened with Hitler that's what happened with Stalin that's what happened to Lenin that's what happened with Che Guevara that's what happened with fucking uh fucking Fidel Castro it's uh, you know it's like all these guys the, it you know there was they tried they, they tried to overthrow the government they'd really tried and uh and I and I and I, I, I really think there's, gonna I, I, I mean, I just, in all these books I'm reading that about history, all the podcasts I'm listening to on history, so much of that is like, that's how that works. It goes in like, you know, they.
1: Well, yeah, it, all civilizations ebb and flow in and out of being successful, right?
0: This, yeah. But I don't think, I don't know if we're going to be better off. I don't, you know, it's like when you look at Russian history, they didn't change anything from the czar to fucking the bolsheviks or whatever it was just like people were just as poor people just had just as little mm-hmm. it was i mean it was and then they realized they oh we don't have no way to control them like we got to build factories and teach them how to work in factories fuck farming okay here like it was like Not. i don't know i, I don't know I'm, I'm super bummed out about you know after spending so much time in serbia and being so immersed in eastern european history in in that in in that i was listening to podcasts just about that area and about russia and about you know the dictators is such a great podcast and then to come home and see what a shit show we have over here with this with vaccines being politicized with news people telling people not to get vaccinated and then and then and then and then, and then by the way it's like <coughs> so many of our fucking liberal friends not getting vaccinated mm-hmm. and and like and then and then
1: and not seeing the sameness in everybody. I think that's the problem is that no one's seeing the sameness. We're all the same, and people believe they're different. and that's why there's dissension and that's where people forget <clears throat> that there are basic human parts of each of us that are denied when you are asked to choose a side. A, so yeah, you're yeah. denying the humanness oh. of the other side. I did an, so to speak. I did an I interview, I
0: did an interview with a guy, a really really interesting guy, I think his name is Ross. And I said, um, we were talking about gun control. And I said, you know, it's funny as I had a buddy, I won't say his name, but I had a buddy when the Malibu riots, my Malibu fires were going down, who called and said, You have a gun, right? And I was like, and this is, by the way, a hardcore virtue signaling liberal who uh, who I think he even has his like pronouns in his Twitter or Instagram hand Twitter handle, like literally very against guns, hardcore, known to be against guns. You have a, a gun, right? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, Can I can I borrow it? Because it's fucking crazy out here. And I was like, No. That's not how that works. No, yeah, no. Yeah, you don't no, you don't get to no. all of a sudden change your politics because well, not even it's getting that. sketchy. Or you loan
1: just, your gun out.
0: Yeah, I'm not well I'm not loaning my gun out for I'm one, but that, I go, no. I go, hold on. You're the one that said all guns sh- but then when it gets to your front door you want a gun
1: exactly it's the same then, thing with the yeah.
0: fucking venice all the people that live in venice that are like diehard liberals diehard liberals the second homeless people show up in their front door they're like get these fucking pieces of shit out of here
1: or they sell and move
0: yeah and you're like hold on put your put your politics where your money is put your money where your mouth is yeah like don't like i i think i i'm i'm, I'm never gonna say that i'm 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 always but i'm a flip-flopper i'm i have I would never listen to a word I say about anything because I'd never really know where I'm standing or whatever. I, the the wind changes and I fucking change my opinion. But the one thing is, I, I'm kind of a little bit of a like, when I looked at bidding a gun, I was like, would I be someone that would want a gun? And I was like, yeah, I think I would. So then will I trash people that have guns? No, because, and so I just didn't. And then it wasn't until I was like, hey, right, maybe I'll get a gun that I went, oh, I should get a gun. But I would, I would not, ne- it was, it blew me away that he would be like, can I borrow your gun? And you're like, hey man, that that's not how the world works. You don't get to trash gun owners around the world, mock the majority of Americans on TV, on mock them. Yeah. And then when it comes to your front door, go, hey man, I'm gonna need one of those guns.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: and this, and you know what's you know what's funny is when vaccines came out, uh, so I did we did a couple podcasts. I think Halston knew I was vaccinated. Um, but I didn't t- I didn't tell people I was vaccinated. I didn't want to tell people because I, I thought this is going to be politicized. I didn't even want to tell people what kind I got. because I was like, this is, I could feel it being politicized, you know, just the way that they, that it, they were shaming anyone that got vaccinated early. How did you get a vaccine? Well, I got yeah. in January. How the fuck did you get a vaccine in January? The line jumpers. And do you remember that? They shamed him in the LA Times. Yep. And I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone I got vaccinated because I have a feeling that this is going to be politics. Yeah, and the, and the same yeah. with like what you got, and it remember- shouldn't
1: be, should it? It should be. It's about well being. It's about taking care of our community. It should have nothing to do with politics and everything to do with healthcare. Healthcare shouldn't be politicized. And any any, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Everybody gets cancer on both sides. It it's it shouldn't matter. There's so much education's the same. I don't. There's so many basic rights that we have decided as a society we are going to give people that people want are so bartering over and trying to take over or take away well you know part of what makes this country great is is that we have freedom is that we have freedom of opinion and freedom of speech and freedom to right to bear arms and these things are what we were built on and i think people forget sometimes what they mean (laughs) or they make them mean something different than they actually mean
0: you know it's so funny i i I think i'm starting to see my views a little more broadly like i've i've always been anti-abortion personally meaning Mm. i would never want to get an abortion yeah totally but i am pro-abortion yeah i am hardcore pro-abortion if my daughters got pregnant i'd be like yeah if you want to get an abortion please let's make sure it's safe and sound and like and then if 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 someone wanted to get an abortion, I would want, I'd want them to get that. And that, but because I would never get an abortion, I always thought I was Mm anti-abortion because I couldn't imagine myself doing it. You're
1: pro-choice.
0: I'm pro-choice. It's
1: it's not pro-abortion. I've always been pro-choice because I believe that you have to live with your decisions every day. And if this is a decision that you can make that you believe is right for you and is, and you can live with that decision, then who am I to tell you that, that's wrong but i know Mm -hmm. another perspective is that's murder that you're murdering something because it has a heartbeat therefore it's murder
0: well i think that's where you start splitting hair exactly but like well when does life start exactly
1: and then when do you when how do you draw that line so that we can all agree on it you know that
0: yeah i mean i like all i know is today i i love like i kind of want a tattoo and i was like you're never getting a tattoo And she was like, you you can't tell me what to do. And I was like, I definitely can. And then in the same breath, I was like, hey, how do we get more control over Georgia? She was like, that's what's wrong with you, dad. She was like, you need to let go. I'm not getting a tattoo today, but let's look at cool tattoos. And I was like, okay. Then we looked at these tattoos and I was like, oh, these are fucking badass." It's so
1: interesting when you say it like that. Because sometimes you'll come up with some cockamamie crazy idea of something you want to do. And I'll go, no, we're not doing that. And you'll go just enjoy the fantasy with me. Just go down the fantasy with me. And that's what she did to you. And you were me in the scenario where you're like, you're not fucking no way. Isn't that interesting how that happens sometimes? Yeah. We're, we all do that. We all have absolutes. And then all of a sudden those absolutes don't apply anymore when it's a different circumstance. And I don't think we, as people allow each other to do that. And there's a difference between a hypocrisy and just, Having a different circumstance like that, where you're her dad, and no, we're not getting a fucking tattoo, but the scenario you just described happens with me and you uh, from time to time.
0: Yeah, it does. Isn't what that time interesting? Is it? What times you got here? Four thirty. It? It's four twenty-five.
1: Okay, so we should wrap up.
0: Well, I, I want to apologize to anyone who listened to this podcast and expected more lightheartedness.
1: Oh well, next time. It's yeah, next okay. time we can
0: do another one. Hey,
1: you know what? Here's the thing about my podcast. Is I I like it to be just a genuine conversation, and if that's what you were feeling today, then that's what you were feeling today.
0: And by the way, I love that because that's what my podcast is. Yeah, it's a genuine conversation. I don't need it to be,
1: you know, like two bears one or, cave. It was
0: going to lighten you up, Bill Burt.
1: Well, yeah, because
0: can get heavy at times, but it good lighten you up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I love I love this I love this about a podcast is that it doesn't it it does uh, like if you know if, if we were doing a network show they'd be like cut. Let's take it from the top. This is getting really heavy. No,
1: no, there's no rules. And the other thing is, this is our real relationship. There's no fakie make-believe in any conversation we just had today. And I think, I know you don't read the emails I get for my podcast, but a lot of people email and say, it's so nice to hear you and Bert talk because you're very real. And and they, someone's always a Bert and someone's always a Leanne. And there's someone who will email and say, I understand my spouse in a better way because of you talking to Bert about this issue. And I am Bert in this scenario, or I am Leanne, and it, m- it helps me understand. That's the whole point, right? We're just regular people. I know you're a big famous movie star and everything now. Not yet. But I mean, not yet. We're regular January, people.
0: February maybe tops.
1: Wouldn't you say we're pretty regular? We're very,
0: we're, I'm beyond sadly very regular.
1: We're very regular people. And I think.
0: I would that. like to be less regular. I'd like to be a little more. Why? Well, they were telling me last night when you go to the, if you're famous, you go to the, ho- the hospital, they can give you a, the famous person's cocktail to loosen you up. And I was like, "How?"
1: I think you already got <laughs> enough of that. I think you got enough of that anymore. And you're going to be too big for your britches. Hey. So,
0: um, no, I, I, I do like that. I do like that. Uh,
1: sometimes our conversations are not light.
0: No,
1: sometimes they're not easy. And sometimes we don't
0: agree. Here, are these are the same mics we use in my room. We should just get more mics. Um,
1: oh, you mean you switch them back and forth from room to room? Yeah, that's his mic. Oh, well, yeah. I want my own mics. Well, maybe, I mean, I don't make any money on this podcast, but I can demand it's coming. Some
0: it's coming, everyone. Check out the ladies' Dylan flip-flop. Yeah? Your flip-flop on your foot right now. Yeah,
1: no, I love my flip-flop. It's a little worn, though.
0: The other it? side, the other side. The
1: side? That, that way i love
0: my flip-flops yeah they're fucking comfortable they're check really them out really comfortable they're at freewaters.com they're uh that's how you can help support this podcast get your pair of flip-flops get some merch
1: i have a little go bit of merch
0: wifeotp.com.
1: wifotp.com
0: and go to burp or burp.com you get some posters find me on tour um we have a a physiotherapist coming over to get rid of Ila's migraines
1: yep and my butt hammy
0: you I that is the weirdest hammy. thing i've ever felt so my i life. pulled
1: my hamstring and it's got a little knot on it <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> and i thought you were out of your mind and i felt it and it is aggressive it's
1: a knot right
0: here's a good thing here's the thing i can look at today i don't have surgery tomorrow
1: that you don't you I don't say that on wednesday and you can say something else you don't have a wife who gets all panicked about her history and her butt hammy knot that i've had for two months you didn't even know about till today i know what if you had to deal with my anxiety with and your own as well
0: I think I would, I think I would power through. I think if I, I'm good at dealing with other people's anxiety. Case yes, in point, Isla falling out of the, falling. You are the pool very yesterday. good. Yeah.
1: You're good. <laughs> You're good. And like, she a,
0: said, we did a video. She sniffed, a. Uh, I uh, I gave her a, a squirt. Yeah. Uh, soda, the squirt. She never uh. had it. She goes, what is this? I said, I don't know. I said, try it. I said, I, I had it when I was a kid. I haven't had one forever. When she sniffed her nose, flex, she went like this yeah like her nose flexed out and i went what are you doing she goes, nothing i said you're doing that with your nose and she goes no i'm not i said let me videotape it so i recorded it and (laughs) then i posted it she goes you post that to instagram she goes yeah she goes dad (coughs) i'm all busted up oh and i go don't put that out there i'm not i'm all busted up oh and i deleted it i was like i'm all busted up
1: baby girl scraped her face in the pool banged her face up bad in the pool yesterday
0: still oh. plays like a fucking 10 year old 15 She's years so old
1: sweet she so still
0: still plays like a 10 year old she
1: does play like a 10 year old
0: yes yeah, she does still i still hope she me.
1: never loses it
0: I'm, four, I'm 48 and i still fucking act like a child
1: true very true
0: hey but thank i you for love having you 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 love i i know i love you, you more than
1: you love me i know lately <laughs> lately you do lately really so you don't love me that much lately
0: no no i haven't been showing it and you've been showing your love for me in ways that i have not been reciprocating
1: well thank you very much for saying that then let me because you know what i never get credit for that i feel like you never give me credit for that so thank you very much for saying that.
0: getting this house to where it is so that we can move in you have busted your ass and dealt with a lot of shit that i would not have dealt with that i cannot deal with I, I shut down on certain things and, and you doing all of that is a is a display of your love for me
1: so, it is yeah
0: and i, I pre- appreciate it
1: that's so nice when you and when
0: say, you say stuff like have you seen the pathway to the podcast studio huh. and you get excited about it and i go that's she did that because she loves me
1: you're right i'm glad and i you love know that, that we're not
0: gonna have dirt in here anymore
1: right oh it's gonna oh. be so much better I'm glad you know that because I've thought about that a lot lately that I wonder if you realize that is one of the ways that I express my love for you is to take care of you in that way.
0: And to bust my balls. Have you seen Dr. Death? Oh Uh, my God, your arm's going to be straight for a week. What are you going to do?
1: But that's always been how we are. Yeah.
0: It's when you sit on my lap and it would make me fucking squirm.
1: I know. I didn't say, well, I used to say something to you like, you want to get up? Oh, somebody want to get up. and can't get up. See, you laughed already. I'm
0: using my hands a lot. Lately.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: All right. I, let's go meet your physiotherapist. See if Isla goes, I get migraines. I go, how often? She goes, Roughly six days a week since I was in fifth grade. And I went,
1: <laughs> Oh, that's not true. I don't know about six, but two, maybe
0: three. Well, let's hear what she says to the physiotherapist.
1: Okay. All right. Love All right.
0: you, babe. I love you too. I love you guys. Well, I got a
1: do brand pair You got a brand new team. I think that we should get. We're track.